everybody, and welcome to the first episode, I guess technically, of the new Reverse Sweep podcast. The boys are back in town. I'll be your host, Booty, and alongside me, as always, is Guku, Rusty, Tommy Trick Plays Woo. We're all back. Gentlemen, it's been too long. Has been. Yeah, it's it's been. How long long has it been? It's been been at least half a year, maybe? Half a year to a year. Just over to a year. Just over, like, half a year. Just over a year? Oh, my. No, just over half a year. Okay, okay. Because I think we did some back when I was at the other place. But, yeah, it's been a it's been a while. But, I mean, there's been much to talk about, considering Owl's been over for about 17 months. But it's finally back. So, yeah. we, we felt the urge to come back and finally talk about it. But, we will first start off with the more important league. The University <laughs> of Minnesota Gopher Watch League. The playoffs yes. have started. And so. we're going to treat it. Like actual Overwatch League for a little bit, and give the playoff matches some discussion. So, we're gonna start not off. As good as the, not as good as altitude, but yeah. You know, oh God, Rusty, yeah, you can keep trying, my guy. I, <laughs> I'm gonna go out of order on the list here because we're gonna play in the order that the games are actually played. So I want to start off with the uh, the Smelly Boonies and the Farmington Fisherman match. Uh, I will abstain, of course, from talking about the game. Uh, but I'll open it up to uh, you guys. I know Guku has some very strong opinions of intramurals, so I'm sure he'd love to start us off. We'll go to Rusty first. Um, uh, the, the match went about as I expected. I, I thought Fisherman would have like a bit more of like a you know fighting fighting back type of thing, but I don't know. It, it wasn't as bad as the, the monkeys versus swans match. I think it was more competitive than that, at least. Uh, it, just fe- it just felt like the the fishermen looked kind of boomed, and then every time that they won a fight, it was it was like their own little medal victory. There was a there was one fight where I think BBQ was responding to a Discord message, so he came late to the fight and he killed Kraken, who was tiring. And I asked Corey about. It. He's like, "Yeah, at that point when BBQ comes out of his own spawn and kills us on the flank, I was like, it's over. We can't win." So damn, it's just how the match kind of went. I, it was really scary when uh, when the fishermen. Hundred zero on first point though. That was on first point of leaving. That was that was uh, the the junk crack. The junk crack was popping that map. I don't know what he put in his. Yeah, he, was, he was destroying. He was just, very sad. Yeah, he was. He never just back to it. Very sad. Kind of shot on us. I will agree. Uh, yeah. I have very strong opinions. I. <laughs> I uh I think you know I I really was disappointed in Grandma's performance on Junker Town running the Doomfist <laughs> almost the entire time. You was were so mad about that, Fred. All of my channel points because he ran Doomfist. <laughs> I, I stand by. People don't believe me, but I stand by that if you played Hanzo the entire time, he would have at least been close in a limbs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, he, he was catching up. Destroying. He was catching up when he went Hanzo. Yeah, when he went Hanzo, he like started catching up, and then he goes back to Doom, and all my friends are out the window, and they're going. When, when he, I think when he swapped to Hanzo, he was down by like fourteen or something yeah. like that, and he he managed to catch up to like within four or something. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he, he swapped back, back off to Doom, yeah. and honestly, biggest L. I don't care about the fisherman. The biggest L of the entire <laughs> game was my channel points down the drain. The channel points. That's four years worth of channel points. I mean, I mean, you would hate to lose the opportunity to spend it on something on the channel, wouldn't you? Because we have so many stuff to do on that. Yeah, we have, we have so exactly. many useful yeah, things. Commissioner for a day for a league that's not gonna exist for another like week and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or for mm-hmm. another like two weeks after finals. Yeah. All right. I think. I think that's about all we gotta say on that one because I'm again yeah. abstaining. So. Uh, unless Tommy's got any uh any insight. Um, I don't know. I think it went. 
as we all expected. I think Fisherman probably had a better chance uh, before Meme Sang Supreme joined, right? But I think once uh, Sang joined, it was kind of wraps, so. Yeah, it was the combination of Meme Supreme and Rincewind allowing them to run five Masters players, Masters Plus players at the same time. Uh, yeah. With three of them being GM on at least one, no, four of them being GM on at least one role in the last three seasons. Um, you kind of, what, what's that look, Cuckoo? Wait, what yeah. four people? Trouble is GM on tank. Oh, Game I forgot that Trouble got GM. I, yeah, yeah. That, that's what yeah, I was okay, missing. Okay, okay. Not <laughs> Trouble completely forgot about him. Yeah, because, you know, he doesn't really play like a G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, support's not his DM role. Yes. Go to the next one. Support's his worst role. He looks very He's not playing like a GM player. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. Not gonna say anything. I love Rob. <laughs> I'm abstaining. <laughs> abstaining. And uh, I think the next one was the Narwhals in the uh, the Raccoons match. Yeah, it was, it a, was. A, yeah, it's, it's a shame. I remember nothing from that match except for Emmett's disappointment at... Uh, some of the select players on on the raccoons. I'll be real with you. I remember nothing from that match. Yeah. <laughs> I I I. It was I a Sunday, right? Yeah. And that was like the yeah. It was last Sunday, and so I spent the entire day working on a assignment for one of my classes, and then I come in at five o'clock. I'm just toast. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gone. I think on first map you have some like fifteen deaths and two points of control, Julian. Yeah, I was I was out. And about twelve of those were self-inflicted by charging into the backline. Yeah, I I also think I, part of it is our our team just kind of we hadn't even scrimmed in like a week, and I think part of it is we just kind of agreed to have some fun and imagine scrimming. Yeah. I just I don't really remember much, but I I remember molding, but I don't know for what reason. So I I but... think always the I mean. In my opinion, the, the raccoons will always be an anomaly to me. They they had a lot of talent and a lot of roles, and a lot of people stepped up. They had a lot of they had a lot of very winnable looking series. Yeah, just kind of fall apart. Like uh, like I me, mean, like oh Magna. Magna played a lot better yeah. than a plat player. Yeah. Uh, the log Chuck on the Hanzo <laughs> put in some work. Poi Poi and Roar are always strong players. Guku, uh, it's just uh, they'll always be an anomaly. Cause at least like with the Martys, you know, you could kind of see how they. Could go winless after something's oh, happened. No, the Martys. In all fairness, I know after I joined that team, we brought a couple series to Very map close. five yeah. last Dude, control, the mat, and the then it just falls apart. I was so mad when you guys lost. I w you were mad. Gugu <laughs> <laughs> literally kills four in the last fight, and his team's up five v three with one with like uh, two people still respawning, and his team loses because he died. Man, that was so sad. That. Ugh. Next <laughs> match. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's just how it be. Sometimes. It, it is how it, it be sometimes. sometimes. I, my turn to abstain. Smile. The rats versus the beebles. Uh, again, just about as good as I expected. <laughs> because I mean, I don't know what to say. Like the rats, number one team in the know. league. Uh, uh, Cobalt popping off. Matches but... against the beebles are some of the most soul-crushing matches. Even though we win every map, we just we yeah. hate all of it. The first map was really, like, it, oh it, yeah, it was kind of close. Kind of remember that. And honestly, I thought they were gonna win it because, uh, especially the, the Para. especially Control Center was very close. Yeah. yeah. We uh we watched Hefe on 
Clinton Gardens, like the outside one. And uh, he got a boop on the Cobalt, like the last fight. And we watched how it happened. Hefe's literally trying to like run back to spawn, and Cobalt's trying to, to catch him going to... He expected to like wall ride across the gap and try to catch him out there. The wall ride, he literally is sitting in heal mode, and he just walks behind him and boops him off the map. Alright, it was Cobalt's fault. Okay, GG. Immortal positioning, we'll give him that. Immortal, Immortal positioning. Immortal <laughs> positioning followed by us winning the stall fight because of that. The Beebles are not as much of an anomaly to me as the, the Reader Raccoons, but they won the show match. Cobalt played Zen in the show match and had fun in that one map. So that's about I had the best fun in the show match. I, I honestly, the show match was my favorite game of the entire season. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get his his proposed Big Mac meal because he wasn't the statistically greatest Zen in the league. Shout out to Invictus. Invictus for farming the shields in week one and booming yes. Cobalt's Never Big Mac. Playing Zen again. Never playing Zen again. Nope. And now I, I did. I did not watch this match, by the way. I I don't have anything. To say. <laughs> This is the this is like the most surprising match though of the entire weekend was the Moon Monkeys and Saigon Swans. The Swans completing the upset. Uh, you okay, Tommy? I know you're gonna stay from this monkey says You could have met yeah. five of the Beebles the week before, and then you sweep the monkeys. What the hell was that? Dude, the three beard was firing on all cylinders. I man. think three beard was just so cracked out of his gourd that day. He actually played super well. Yeah, especially Kings Row. He he made so many like great <laughs> plays. Did. No, I I actually think he played amazingly, and I yeah. don't understand how your team does so bad in general. That's well, just not a, like. <laughs> yeah, I I don't want to. You can blame on... people all you want, but when you have three people that have hit forty three, <laughs> not forty three hundred, three people that have hit GM, two of which have hit forty three hundred plus, I feel like you should be able to do okay in a league at a thirty like five hundred average. I don't know, and Khan was doing really 33, well but match. I think it, it, the actual yeah. average of the teams is more like 34, 35. Yeah, I mean, Khan showed up. Uh, Mikey showed up big. Yeah, he, I mean, the last couple of weeks, since I've been fairly disappointing for Mikey. He's been kind of quiet. Uh, but on this match, especially in the Tracer, he definitely uh, yeah, he came, so like, he came to play. Some games, like, as we're playing, we'll, like, either Mikey or Khan will just say they're just not feeling it. So, But I felt like they were this both time around, they game. were both feeling it, yeah. So it was pretty easy. Maybe it's just uh, it's the fourth quarter mindset, you know? I guess so. They were like, it's playoffs times. We gotta pick it up. Pick it they up, always baby. try harder in matches. You should see our scrims. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we've oh, talked about... Today, that, was, oh, that, was, that was so sad on King's Row. <laughs> now that we've uh, talked about all of our previous playoff games, let's give some quick preds for our next one. Uh, it is going to be the Rats and Swans and Narwhals and Boonies. Uh, the first match is the Rats and the Swans. Uh, both me and Guku have the Rats taking it 3-1. You know what? Just to be controversial, I'm giving to the Swans 3-1. Yo, let's go! <laughs> let's go! I'm completely reversing your prediction. I don't care. It only took 16 minutes for Guku to make a hot take. Yeah. If Treebeard plays like he did in the previous match, I feel like you guys could take it. I, again, I feel like your team has the frag power, like just pure fragging power that they should be able to roll a lot of teams, but I don't know. I also feel like the rats have a unique style that people just don't play to counter. So. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I, I 100% agree with that. I, I, you I, know who I, does counter us? The, the Beebles. Beebles. <laughs> Literally the only team that has countered us all year. It's kind of phenomenal. I, I think, though, like, you know, 
you know, Riddle 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 Hog could put some stuff. Could could take a map off the rats. Yeah, they might go bring the Route sixty six their kind of hometown. Because I mean, no matter how good the rats are, the swans are almost unbeatable on Route sixty six. Like they are absolutely phenomenal That's on that true. map because. Yeah. You get the Mikey Echo along with the Konzo just popping off on high ground. So, I mean, yeah, is that why sure we go three one in both directions? <laughs> the swan, the swans on Route sixty six. It's it's like the rats on Rialto, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a different being. So, yeah. I'll be uh, whoever gets the pick escort wins the series, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, throwing hybrid to get the escort map, so I don't have to play Route sixty six and boom my team. By the way, <laughs> that's a uh, that's a good one. It do be Con's favorite map. Now uh, the the next one I will stay in is the narwhals versus the boonies. Uh, so I'll let you folks. I think talk the boonies three zero. There's nothing else to it. I I really, really honestly hundred percent think that the the narwhals just have not been punished for some lackluster tank making decisions. And I say that with confidence because the last time we played them. I just kind of W'd into Simeon, and he, he just kind of lost. Yeah. I granted, tried that. It, granted, it didn't work out too could well. have changed. You know, I think there's like three or four weeks in between those, but yeah. I don't know. And based from what I've seen, he still looks like it doesn't look like he's making snap decisions. It looks like someone else is being like, yeah, let's do this. And he's like following along, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think the Narwhals are one of the teams I have kind of lower on the echelon. I know my team just got 3 would by them. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, I, I, I don't know. My experience is, like, they, they're very reliant on having their 2 DPS kind of pop off a lot of the time. Like, you, you're very reliant on Etcetera being able I to do something. I wonder what them. other team does that. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, also... but there's, like, there's just, there's a difference, right? But I, yeah. I, I think their, their team is very reliant on, like, their DPS popping off, and it, they probably shouldn't be. I think SR-wise, like, I don't know. It just... Yeah. They, yeah. I, I feel I feel like they underperform as opposed to the the narwhals seem that really underperform. The the narwhals seem to be like really good in the beginning of the season, but they kind of like tapered off and honestly have been looking. I I don't want to say the they've been kind of looking worse as it as time goes on, and it might just be because teams are getting better. But um, I don't think like and especially again, I want to say it's pretty important that Meme Supreme joining the Boonies is. Is like a huge thing, right? Like that's a huge pickup, and I think the booties should have no problem three oing them. So I mean, give credit to Rincewind. Rincewind. Right? Rincewind is also a really good job, too. And SR sinks to the point where they can run all five of those. Yeah. Really for, good players. As far as at the same SR, time. he plays like really well with the team. Yeah. Kind of just like, hey, we need sweeps. Like, all right, I'll do it. Like, that's. Pretty much all you need for your Lucio. <laughs> yeah, at this, point, at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly what Tyler's always wanted in his Lucio, right, Julian? Yeah, someone <laughs> who listens and doesn't do anything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so those are our friends. Um, Hall of Fame. I don't know who put this on here. Does anyone want to explain what this is about? Yeah, I, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the Hall of Fame ballot or anything. Um, yeah, I mean, still up there. Uh, season the voting will end at the. And the finals. So the way it's looking right now, we have four strong possible candidates to enter the Hall of Fame. Do we have a leak? No leaks? Uh, you are not one of the four. Okay, well, oh, I didn't really think I was there either. <laughs> I didn't okay. think I didn't I'd be, be up there. The I didn't even make the ballot. 
The guy who comes in mid-season and ruins Dude, I don't game. even know why I'm on the ballot. Well, ask the guy to your left, because he's the one who nominated you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's just teasing around, man. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, I mean, just go vote for Hall of Fame if you haven't. You have a little bit of time left. Uh, four candidates, possibly, to get in. Um, but that threshold is very hard to pass. So if you know one person does not get on a ballot, it's kind of hard to bounce back. But Yeah. But now, this is a uh, a reverse sweep week one exclusive. We're making this one. We're going to announce the MVP candidates right now. Uh, Of course, you guys know the leaks already because you've seen the sheet probably. But uh, we'll go through them and give some quick thoughts as to, you know, if it makes sense or not. So we'll go in the order of the team seeds in the draft. So Saigon Swans nominate Khan. Is there any surprise on that one? Based. He's the best player in the league, in my opinion. I mean, it's just in, in, in week in, week out, you know, looks pretty dominant. Even if he only plays, like, two characters when he plays. Still he plays them good. He hasn't he been forced to swap he, off he him plays, yet. He so. plays him, like, the best in the league, right? But he's, it's just an, he's an obvious favorite candidate, you know? Uh, for the redirect coons, we have Roar. I have no complaints there either. I mean, I think... Uh, Goku's making a face over yeah. there. What's no, he got to say? It was really farther down on the list. That's why I was making a oh, face. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, no, I think Roar's a fine choice. I, I think, you know, it's hard to pick an MVP candidate on a team that loses every single match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, like, when you look at Roar, like, statistically, he's actually the best Baptiste in the league, like, in most, most categories. So. Has he played Baptiste in... In not a long he time, like his DPS has been. It's been serviceable. Yeah, his DPS has been serviceable, like the tracer, especially yeah. in your blast match. His I remember tracer, him his doing. His tracer is the best DPS by far. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really want it. I mean, you have to you have to look for the for the gem in, yeah. in the trash pile. So. Yeah. All right. That's how it is. Uh, for the moon monkeys. Uh, Boom ten eleven is the nomination. Uh, I felt like the moon monkeys, like their entire team, was just so solid, so it was really hard to make a pick. Like I would not have. Yeah. Uh, blinked if he picked Strudel, perhaps, for his uh, selection. I think Strudel's been playing really well, too. Strudel's been playing yeah, very yeah. well, but... Yeah, yeah, just Boom is just the that's, anchor. It's a team, team that's just overall been really solid. So. Yeah. There's no, there's, it's also a team with no standout player, either. Like, you yeah. know, they're, they're all yeah. a very solid teamwork team, and now they're out of the playoffs as we keep stroking them off a little bit, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Boom, Boom probably would have been the, the most standout player out of everyone on that team, though. Like so, the, those those first sense. couple weeks, especially because like, we didn't know who Boom was. Uh, a lot of us, you know, like Goku on the desk, had no idea who. None of us knew who I Boom was. I didn't know who Boom was. And we're like, okay, yeah, sure, Ryan, pick Boom. And he comes in and just <laughs> hard carries for all He played really well. I was really impressed with him. I know week one, I, I was like, this guy's a good player. Never yeah. seen him before in my life. Never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> Uh, for the Farmington Fisherman, Corey has chosen to abstain from selecting an MVP candidate. <laughs> this is what I was laughing about. He could have he picked someone on another team, even. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I mean he, he's gonna that, that, that was not that he cannot do that. I was not allowing that because he, he kept trying to nominate Bonesy, and I told him you have to pick from your own team, and he said, nobody my team deserves it. Oh, that was a quote from Corey. I'm just quoting Corey. Can I nominate someone from his team? No. Okay. No. Who would you nominate? Uh, I guess we'll. You, I guess in Kraken. I figured that could be a discussion. I didn't. I. I don't actually have somebody in mind. Oh. Well, I mean, if uh, I if I had nominated somebody, it would probably be Kraken. I mean, he, yeah, mine would be Kraken too. I think. I, I Especially think how he played was... on that junk. Oh yeah, that's Ooh, the junk crack. I, was, I, I think Invictus was too inconsistent to be. I don't know. I like Invictus this year. 
Invictus didn't play that well this season comparatively to his previous performances. I think he started off really good. He started off really good, and then just people were expecting more out of him. I think yeah. And Kraken overperformed, whereas I think Invictus underperformed, and that's kind of where this season lies, right? Like, it's it's a league with a wide variety of skill levels, and so it's really I don't know if MVP really should be this, but it ends up being who who performed better than expectations of the performers. Yeah, because, I mean, like, in the previous years past, like, our, the DPS pool was very shallow, so Invictus really stood out as a really good player. But this year, we had a lot of good DPS players, so he kind of he kind, he kind of sunk in amongst them. Uh, he's still at the top of many statistical categories of, like, McCree and Ash, but it just wasn't, like, a standout performance that would make him an MVP candidate, in my opinion. But uh, Richfield Rats, we have Fedora Master. I mean, the, the guy who makes the team what it is. So you know, I mean, we lost. We lost three zero to the Narwhals the one week we didn't have him. So I mean, he's, he's yeah. got to be he's got to be worth something, you know. Yeah, I, I think he's, I he's also just the identity of the team, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the supports uh, actually deserve more credit on your team. Right? Yeah, I no, think definitely, the definitely, definitely. so much more credit, especially yeah. FA for learning Lucio. Yeah, the, the supports give me literally everything that I I need to to do. Yeah. and they don't die, and they don't they don't die. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's Someone, literally the best thing about supports in this league is if you don't die, you win the game. <laughs> yeah. Someone asked me why I didn't nominate myself. I just, that's that's cringe. weird. Yeah. That's, that's, that's weird. Man, bro. Just yeah. Personally, I, I think know. I'm the best player on my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As the captain, I think I'm the best. Yeah. Next year, I'm gonna be a captain. Not pick no players, and then I'm gonna be nominated for MVP. There you <laughs> one go. One v six. Guku will choose there to abstain. Guku will choose to abstain. There's only one choice. There's only one choice. Uh, for, is the most valuable player. For the Beebles, Papa Triste. There's no surprise to me. Triste is goaded on the tank and, and the support. support. And yeah. the support. You know, I feel like Cobalt could have been on here, but he chose to only sign up as DPS, and that was his downfall, man. Because that's it. <laughs> That could have been up there, but, but it's not flexible. I mean, it's only DPS. You know, Triste is statistically the best Reinhardt in the league. Oh, and yeah. Serves what Winston had the most desperate 10 wrecking ball for like the entire season, but that's just. Uh... <laughs> that's impressive. I'm on there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean. Here's the thing, right? She only played for like less than a quarter of your time, and she yeah. only came out in like losing stall situations. And always. And she did like 30 damage. Unlucky, unlucky. <laughs> she always just rolled around yeah. to try to survive and died. So sad, but yeah, Triste, not to be an underminer. Very good player, very flexible. She play. I think she's the first player actually in the league to play every role in the match. Uh, this I thought season. that was. Uh, I thought that was Tomer. Uh, no, she did it first. I think. Maybe Tomer it might be Tomer. In the first match of the first week against the Rats. Oh, he played all three. Yeah. Okay, guess what's Tomer? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say Triste is the. I love you, Tomer, but she's the best person to play on all three roles in a single season. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah, uh, Tomer's like one of our three listeners. You just lost a third of our viewership. We're down 33%. Uh, how are we going to get our sponsors now? YouTube says only 33% of you are subscribed. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, buddy. All right. And for the, for the narwhals, uh, it's et cetera. Uh, Narwhals is kind of the same situation as the Monkeys. It's very tough to decide one of their players because they're all—they've all been so solid. You know, there's just no standout real player for me. I mean, I would say probably Trey. You know, Arctic. Yeah, I probably would have picked Arctic, Trey, but 100%. it at the same time it might be like a consistency a consistency thing. I think Elliot was very consistently good throughout the whole uh, time. While like it might be a recency bias, but Trey really picked it up towards the end. Yeah. I, I again, I think this team. I think either their DPS line. I think they live or die by their DPS line at this point in the time. 
can agree. So either of them are pretty good MVP candidates. Yeah. And for the final MVP candidate, the Boonies do select Rincewind as their. I like that. One. I like. That. And without without him, you can't. Build you can't. Team, you can't. You can't so. build the team. And I mean, for what for his SR, like what what Goku said, like this MVP candidate is almost who lived up to their SR the most. Uh, you could make a very solid argument that Rincewind has done that. You know, as a very uh, oh, yeah. as a very low low SR player coming in and being a very integral part to the Boonies' success. You know, who gets more? Who does better than their expectations? You know the word we love on this podcast? Expectations. Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> we did say that a lot in our I'm previous in iteration. Word. I know oh, Cobalt my. loves that, yeah. <laughs> Alright. That's all I got for Go for Watch League this week. Now on to the Inferior League. The Overwatch League uh-huh. is finally back. Yes, after, sir. was it seven months of being gone? Is the longest break in League history, I know that. Yeah, was yeah crazy. Uh, our, uh, the last thing that we put in Grand Plastics was, was in August. Yeah. So... It's been at least that long since <laughs> and, and I'm pretty, pretty sure bad. we We were we pretty missed. close to the end. We were, we were still pretty yeah, close we, to the we end. Yeah, we missed the last week in playoffs. I think that was yeah. it. So. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's back. It's been a long time. And, you know, th- this is kind of old news at this point, but um, it's Exe temporarily retiring. We'll give some quick thoughts on that. I'm very disappointed. Uh, I loved watching Exe last year in the Curse Journal. Um, he's just a very pop-offish player. He makes very calculated risk, I'd say. Uh, and he seemed to really synergize as well with this Paris Journal guy, so kind of, I was very sad that he could not be a part of this uh, you know, super Dallas Fuel team currently. It's not entirely surprising, because I think there was like one or two weeks last season where he sat out for, for health It was reasons, like a month, right? actually. The neck issue was like a month he was gone, I think. Yeah, It was yeah. a very long time. Um, I hope he comes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I really, really hope that he, he gets healthy again. Uh, you know, that's why he's going back to Korea and taking the year off because he doesn't think that he can he can play again this year. But I really do hope that he's able to, to come back and. I think off. that if Exe was in, Dallas would have beaten Houston. Um, because it was yeah, a very close player. game, even without him, right? Yeah. And I think they they would won, they would have won Busan. I think was the first control. With the McCree yeah. and, well, I mean, the thing, the thing, in... the thing is, though, was Dallas like? Because uh, we'll talk about it later, but how good Houston is, like, were they just caught off guard by Dallas running peep things that they haven't been used to scrimming against, perhaps? You know, that Sombra, uh, yeah, that those kind of compositions, just something different. Because when we Maybe. saw like that McCree mirror against the you know the other team that we're going to talk but about, I mean, later, they kind of dumpstered. So you know, like, yeah, I mean, maybe the element of surprise played in a factor of Dallas' success in that one. I think. Dallas just played really well that match too. I I don't know. Like it, it, I was really impressed by the DPS being able to fill the holes that Xe. I, I thought I don't Sparkle's want Tracer was amazing. Was actually surprising. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really good. I wish um, I could tell you more, but unfortunately, I was either doing homework or playing in a Valorant tournament when Owl matches were going on, so I really didn't see like anything. Unfortunately, yeah. this week. I mean, the the, I, the thing that we know, Fearless and Hanbin are just goaded. They are. Such a good they tank playing. Fe- Fearless, yeah, I, Fearless's redemption is officially Pond complete. Man. Now he's just shitting on everybody. Like, <laughs> I said, Pond Man was a rookie of the year snub last year. Yeah, they're uh, it's a good team. I I think Exe retiring is just like you know. I hope Exe gets better, right? But, yeah. yeah, I mean we yeah, all. I, 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 I do wonder about that take on if he actually made that much of a difference. Yeah, I, I think so. I, think I definitely he was think probably they... the best three in the league for a period of time, but mm. like. If he's all like if he was having issues anyway, it's like you, you don't want to force the player to play, you know. It's also especially like in this meta, 
previously yeah. in season three is when he we knew Exy based off the May McCree meta. You know, it's like he this kind of bread and butter, but sadly he can't play. So happens. Yeah. Unlucky. So we'll move on to our next segment, which I have dubbed the three word game. It's which I will describe the Overwatch <laughs> League matches in three words, and you guys will tell me how dumb it sounds or how right I am. Are you guys okay. ready for it? Let's go. Sure. So, Houston Outlaws versus Dallas Fuel. This is for all of them. So, uh, a rivalry reignited was my three words. I like that one. I think that, because, like, that went to a map five, and, like, you kind of felt the battle for Texas Energy going through that entire match. Like, both these teams really seemed to care about this game. Like, I imagine if that was at a homestand. Oh, that my been God. So with, the, with these yeah. new players, especially. Especially with Dallas, the uh, Texas teams in general, they, 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 they go crazy. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I think my three words would be back and forth. I felt like that game uh, kind of went both ways. Like it, it really felt like a game. Yeah, it was a super other good game. game. Like I, I think the, the score line doesn't do the justice to that game. Yeah, three two. <laughs> three two is not good enough for you. It should be like three to two point nine. It did feel that close at times. It, it, it was, it, it was a really good game. It, it, it did start off like I felt like it started off like. Uh, it, they dumpster yeah, yeah Houston dumpster dumpster and then done. it's just like I, I love that you could see shock learning how to play as time went on and they like then there'd be another setback like oh Houston can do this too and then it's just like it, it was it was really fun yeah it was also, like was, I also good. was very interested seeing how shock adapted in this magic as a Dallas feel and you know Houston outlaws that's pretty interesting <laughs> Oh, I think you're. I think you're a little. Wait, which which match are we talking? Houston Outlaws versus Dallas Fuel. Oh, I sorry, I'm reading the doc. We, I did not. Yeah. What? Just let just let Bernie keep doing his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, next game. I I thought that those were the games. No, Los Angeles Gladiator. We're doing every single game, and then we're going into the games a little. Oh, okay. Oh, every single. The three word games for every game, but we're gonna do. Okay. Los Angeles Gladiators versus San Francisco Shock. Uh, I said Scrimbuck's not cashed. Gladiators look terrible. True. I, I don't. They don't look good. Well, although they don't look I like think, a top team. Our expectations. I feel like. I feel like. Um, for this game, it didn't really matter for the Scrimbucks because, like, I think everyone and, expected yeah. to Shock to kind of just shit on. But everyone, like, they so. weren't even competitive. It seemed it on most parts. Like they were true. But I felt like that one probably would describe the Dallas game a lot more. Like. Because I think Shock should shit on everyone, but then you know, against Outlaws, uh, I think I, the, uh, who knows? I think the better, I think the better three-word game for that match would have been uh, Shock bags Moth. True. Moth I is nervous. I was gonna say Moth is badge. Should we Moth is sad? nervous? Question mark. Moth is nervous. Uh, the other one could be like, I don't know. It, it was just an unfortunate. Game. It, it unfortunate. just didn't. It, it it really didn't feel like. Close. I will say it did. <laughs> Felt like lackluster. Like, yeah, I was uh, hyped for it too. That's I was very excited to see these two because I thought these were like these were my top two teams at NA heading into that game. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait. Then I, that changed quickly. lighting. What the hell? Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, uh, Guangzhou Charge versus Shanghai Dragons. I just said Charge aren't good. Like that, that's my three words. Charge aren't good. I think I, I, I think I've seen the highlights for that. Choice um, One. Like yeah, Choice One seems really good on the tracer. Um, but the dragons didn't even look like they did well. They, but like they still kind of just shat on the charge. Yeah. So. And I mean, Krong still very solid, but Kariv, I don't. Kind of just unlucky, I they, guess. They did. They just didn't do much to really give me confidence in them moving forward. Uh, Chengdu yeah. Hunters versus Los Angeles Valiant. I had way too close. 
because Chengdu <laughs> should not have gone that. Like the map, the map, the maps were a lot closer than this uh, scoreline would show you, especially considering how we saw I mean, Chengdu play later that weekend. This was way too close. I, it, it's called the Chengdu zone for yeah, a reason. I I would say these are classic Chengdu moments right here. But the new roster shouldn't be I, in the Chengdu zone. It always will be. It always. It just comes with the brand. It it's like really going the map five. If, it's just, if it you just have Jinmu in, sometimes it just be like that. <laughs> it's on Jinmu. <laughs> All on Jinmu, buddy. I mean, like, did you see when they had Jimmy in and they just rolled? I love Jinmu. Honestly, one of my favorite players. You know, IBM Watson puts him at number one. True. He does put him at number one. True. All number I'm saying is uh, Jinmu is the number one. But also, like, I, I think that just comes with how, like, Jinmu and Chengdu as a whole like to play. Um, they they sometimes. Uh, but congrats to Valiant for getting a map, well. right? Yeah, yeah. Good I think Valiant I like Valiant they look well. like they can win a game or two. Yeah, which is way above my expectations them. for them. Even uh, against even against uh, Fusion later, they they looked fine. Yeah. Like, they look like a team that they have more practice. Bad. They could take a map or two, or could they a match or two in a certain meta. I, I think they have distinct player weaknesses. They <laughs> remind you... me a lot of the Shanghai Dragons in season one. There's always a chance. Where like there, there's like those moments where you're like, yes, this is this is a team that can get a win, but then, then I feel like they're just never gonna win. And then the very next map, they show you why they're not gonna get a win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Philadelphia versus Seoul Dynasty. I had no problems found. I mean, like, Toby and Hoppa slotted in and did their job, and Philly didn't look like they missed a beat, not without Poco and Funny Astro. I mean, they looked super strong still. Mono looked a lot better on this team than he did with New York Excelsior. He played aggressive. He played decisive. Like, people were scared, like, Mono couldn't really adjust from the NYXL playstyle, but he looked plenty fine to me. I mean, I couldn't notice anything. Someone said, uh, why did Mono Hotbow work in Philly, but not New York? But it didn't work in XL, and I'm like, because they don't have to pocket Jonak. Yeah. Now that they yeah. actually have freedom to do actual things with their tank line, they can really show why Mano is best tank in the league. You know, Gugu knows Mano's the best tank in Overwatch. I, dude, I've played with a lot of Overwatch League players. And I would agree with this. And Tommy best? has also played with a lot of Overwatch Yes, sir. Mono is by far the best player I've ever played. Yes, According sir. According to Goku and Tommy's classic Overwatch uh, experiences and ranks, Jerry and Mono are the two greatest Overwatch League. <laughs> Jerry is so time. good. Actually insane I should have put Jerry as my MVP. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You, you um, really think he's going to win over Decay on his own team? There's no way no, he's going to no. play over Decay. <laughs> but it's he is literally probably... We'll get he's to that like, later. He's no. probably like number two or three on players <laughs> right, I played right, with. Right, you, you guys are you guys are going, spoiling Booney, our segments. Going. Sorry, Booney, keep going, keep going. We didn't also say three words. We we haven't said three words yet. No, it's no, my three word game. You guys just tell me how close Booney. you say the three words and then we yes, just left for his two three word game. This makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah, that's why his name is next to the topic in the in the document, Yuku. Uh, it's past his bedtime. No. Mine was gonna be fusion beat soul. <laughs> Is that all your three words? Houston beat Dallas. Shock beat Glads. <laughs> I mean, you'll never be wrong. Okay. I was kind of a genius. <laughs> Toronto versus Vancouver. Toronto not shit. Toronto looked pretty well. They looked. They, 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 they looked like well. a solid roster. 
Yeah. Toronto's got a, a lot of solid pieces, you know. They just I'm took over the old Philly players. I mean, I'm I guess it just I guess we just have to question like Vancouver's strength. Yeah. Or like how how strong they are as a team. But like uh, they don't season. they didn't go close to Vancouver, I guess is what makes it them not yeah, shit. My, yeah. They take the care of business like it's a bottom tier team. I, yeah. my three my three words for Vancouver is I want red sticks. <laughs> <laughs> just go to a map five. You don't have to win, just just go to map five. I I, I am Canada some red sticks. Really impressed that they actually picked up two maps this week. Yeah, they really? did not look like they were gonna pick up two maps for me. They they looked with their competition to me worse than the Valiant. Yeah, against like it, it just looks like Teru selects May and just kind of exists as that character it against like, like Toronto, value, but... who looks pretty like they look oh. pretty good and Mayhem look pretty good. Yeah, so. Mayhem. Both of those teams look pretty good right now. So Atlanta. All I'm saying is uh, they did the same as Atlanta against Florida. Atlanta versus Florida. Yaki is good. True. Those are my three words. Vancouver? (laughs) (laughs) I think Atlanta's just disappointing again this week. Hold on, Tom. We got that later. I mean, we'll go into it. I don't know. I just feel like we're just expecting too much from Atlanta. Same same with Glads. I feel like people are expecting way too much from them. People are expecting, like, oh, they're a top team with, like, it's not really a reason for them to be a top team, like I at think least to me. On paper, are stronger than Atlanta, and yeah, yeah. the reason I think that is because of the tank and support line would, on like, Vlad. What, I think what, are just out. I I guess I'd have to wonder what would you consider top team out of the 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 like thirteen teams in it, or is it like twelve teams in NA or whatever? What would you consider the the top team? Would you consider that like a top six or a top four type of thing? Probably like top. I think a top four because you can okay. you get two weaknesses, not so like a, both at one role, but you after can the first week, mine would be Houston. Well, we have power against well, Julian. Yeah, okay. I haven't done power <laughs> rankings by the way, so I kind of need to do that. But like, no, no, no. We do that. We do them all as one. All as one. Oh, we have okay. one reverse sweep power rankings. Okay. All right, all right. We're making it up as we go. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dallas <laughs> right. versus Gladiators. No hit scan needed. Sparkle Tracer. Just carried, like yeah, that's traces the hit scan, right? That's Tommy? the that's the surprising thing because Dallas made it work without the hit scan, and then I thought you know Glads would do a lot better, but they just didn't. So, I my three words would be like stop running mirror or something like that. Stop I, I running really mirror. Hate how they keep putting mirror in on like off tank and like it just feels like they they lose the ability to play normally, <laughs> and then yeah. they just fall apart. Because like the thing, the thing, it's like. Maybe like a comms or morale type of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like it's like you sub someone out for Mirror, and it's like I don't feel like Mirror plays badly. Like I think Mirror puts up probably fine numbers. It's just like it, it just feels like the rest of the team does like half as much when Mirror is in. It's just Bird Ring is so good, and that's who you sub out for Mirror. Like Bird Ring, especially in this in yeah, this meta I with mean, how Korea is so important, he dude, should. You be have in a player like Kevster who's putting up stuff like like Kevster looked really good in both the matches that Glad's played on May. Not and so much, man, but man's on like two hundred ping though. Yeah, like, that's two hundred ping. Kevster do be looking like, goaded. He he actually looks like probably he looks better than Kai did, and I think Kai is like also one of those players that should just be popping off. Yeah, and. I, I'm just disappointed that the Gladiators haven't been able to do more with that. It doesn't seem like they're playing around him at all. And, and Which might be because he's on 200 ping. But and like I'm subbing out space and stuff for Mir, for Azaria, like you missed the ability to flex on the D.Va if you need to, yeah. or mm-hmm. to anything else. Sigma, it's just, you're locked on Zarya if Mir is on tank. It's just, 
Sorry to cut you off, Rusty. Go ahead. I have an excitement. I feel like at least in LA, having DPS rotations is just a hindrance more than a good thing. Granted, that might just be a correlation, not a causation thing, but like... Yeah. I, I think the teams that struggle tend to rotate their DPS out. Um, but also, I feel like part of it is, in the current meta, especially, and I think Dallas really showed this, um, be, like, also, week one, right, could yeah. be completely different next week. Um, but having a DPS that's able to flex, to, like, counterpick, to play all these different heroes is much more important than having somebody who just actually dominates, like, uh, I put, like, Kai in that category. I think Kevster is a lot more flexible than Kai. But I thought Kai didn't, like, he performs well, but it's like, he, he didn't feel like he had his performance that he did last year, which is really disappointing to me. I think he was my biggest disappointment this week. Yeah, it goes with all the way. But moving on, Rusty, I think you'd like this one. Uh, Soul versus Guangzhou, my three words were, same old dynasty, because they get destroyed in the first match and come back the next day and sweep. I, it just it, it just depends what side of the bed they wake up on. It seems like I that's why I hate Dynasty so much because it's just like ah, it's like being a, we'll it's be like good. being a fusion fan on crack. <laughs> yeah, because like at least the fusion still have people from season one. There's no one from season one Dynasty still on that team. So like at, at this point, it's like rooting for a whole different team than the reason why I started rooting for them to begin with. Are Soul good or are Charge bad? Charge is probably just really bad. I think it's but a combination it... <laughs> of both. I, I feel like Soul's ceiling is very high, but they're probably not going to reach it unless uh, yeah, just wait for playoffs. That's why it's that's why it's same old Soul for me because yeah. it's the same thing as last year. All right, Chengdu versus Shanghai. I said, what was that? Dragons got I shat run. on. Like it wasn't even close. I think Leave had like the performance. Of like his lifetime, but he was switching on so many different heroes, and he was still just shitting on them. Leave is just so goaded. Leave is very good. Yeah. But th- I mean, the thing is now with like Chengdu is they can run actual team comps, so I think Leave and Jinmu are yeah. gonna get better, like because they're actually gonna have a team around them to yeah, do I mean, stuff. They were already putting up really good numbers, and you you yeah. That and now you I add think, Gaga. Oh, I yeah. think Gaga yeah. was so good. Like I think. No offense to Among the Ball God, yeah, right? Don't, don't do don't do my boy dirty. <laughs> but Gaga filled that hole of like the other main tank. And his ball is else. probably better than Among, to be honest. Like, and, oh, yeah, like oh. he was oh, playing. Uh, uh, right I think Gaga was playing the monkey the most, right? Yeah, monkey and then Reinhardt. And, and uh, yeah, and, very and they were really good. But then like sometimes he had to switch the ball, and like it was fine. Well, too. Apparently, he's also known for ball. I, he's I known for know his ball is what he's known for, actually. Yeah. In China, yeah, so he's, yeah, literally just China a better he's literally just among that can he's play Among's other things. Two point <laughs> Yeah, and, and a lot more like wonky compositions. That's kind of what they're known for in Chinese contenders. Like they ran Doom before Doom was even like even good, like considered good by anyone. It, it was think... it was really weird. China was always really weird. I also Shanghai... think Monk was pretty good. Monk, no yeah, Monk, Monk played Monk. fine. I I I think this match Shanghai beat themselves though. They, it was. Like, go back and watch Eichenwald specifically. I know I watched part of it today. Oh, God, this same rotation every single time. It's so painful. It's actually the most painful match of Overwatch I've seen at that level. That map was hard Especially from a team that you expect to be of high caliber of Shanghai. They they literally just got actually murdered in this tiny little room over and over. And we're like, guess we'll go back in the kill room. (laughs) I'm I'm very unfamiliar this year. Who's Shanghai's main tank again? Fate. 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 Okay, yeah, I've never been... 
I've never been big on Fate. I mean, Fate did fine I, I on Florida. I was big on Fate for, for the Immortal squad going into the Valiant squad, but like after that, I've never been big he on Fate. He did okay on Florida last year, but that was Yaki and BQV also popping off in Tracer Ash meta, so it definitely has to look better. But. Yeah. I'll I, go I to... think Shanghai in two weeks, because they don't play it next week, I realized, due in my Fantasy League. Um, they, uh, I think I would expect to see some improvement. Yeah, because I I don't think this week was impressive. By no, any means. their 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 win against Guangzhou. Was Everybody is like Shanghai is the best in Asia. Maybe Chengdu can do well, but right now Maybe. it's looking like Chengdu is the best in Asia. Maybe Shanghai can do well. Yeah. So it makes I, you I question. Like very scary Shanghai. thought. It's a very scary yeah. thought that the, yeah. the best teams lie in the Chengdu zone. Yeah, it, I, I mean, mean I, like, and Philly, but Philly. I think Philly looks really good, but yeah, I'm surprised at how well. Yeah, I mean, granted, I didn't watch any of the matches because you know. Is a uh, shockwave in going Korea on, right now? Like, no, no. Philly is all. None, none of right their now. Western players are in Korea. I don't think. I cannot wait to see shockwave again. I wonder if they're gonna play. I honestly wonder if they're gonna upgrade. I mean, I yeah, if I can have a choice between Rascal and shockwave. Yeah, so I might pick. I might pick that, Rascal. That Ras- Rascal and Hoppa were both on like one month contracts or something like that and they're probably going to get extended rascal right? should get like, extended rascal should get yeah extended. i don't know about hoppa because if you can get poco in yeah, hoppa is okay i guess but rascal i definitely keep rascal player yeah rascal is just a good player. I, I actually don't understand why shock dropped rascal it just seems kind of ridiculous to me but might be a money thing a wealth of options at their yeah. doorstep and I, they decided. I, I mean look at rascal and then look at Name one of their DPS. Nero. Nero. Tayo. Nero. <laughs> Tayo. <laughs> well, they, okay, so the thing about Tayo is that they had, to, they, had to, they had to keep Tayo because they signed him mid-season last year, so he has yeah. uh, I mean, a full season plus another season. I, I feel so bad for Tayo, dude. I feel like Tayo is... He doesn't get any playtime, and then when he goes in, it looks like he was just, like, thrown in to yeah, a he team feels like, never he felt like, 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 like the, the entire... The entire Lizard Tower map he was in... He looks like scared whenever the kiss cam yeah, came on. Because he look, it literally looks like he, he's playing for his sal- like his his livelihood, but mm-hmm. he's never played. Like it looks like he doesn't actually like get to practice with them or anything. And maybe he does. Maybe he just doesn't play as well in games. Maybe he has I that because he's, he's played like two games ever. Yeah, he doesn't really I mean, have he a lot of match. Picked up because it was a Genji meta, right? And then they just like, hey, what if we try super on Genji? He doesn't really <laughs> like, have a lot of <laughs> match experience. On the Korean on Lee Jang Tower and like are like, go do it, dude. And then he loses and he's the only person in fantasy to have negative points. How bad does that have to <laughs> Negative feel, points? Wait, yeah. hold on. I didn't know that. I need to check that. He's the only person in our fantasy league that has negative points. That is so I mean, he did bad. nothing. But it's, but like, it's I, not his fault, I, but he did did nothing. I feel so bad for him because I feel like he's being put in a position to fail. It's like the Vancouver Titans. They're being put in a position to fail. <laughs> hey, put Tayo on Vancouver. <laughs> he could be Honestly, a good player. I'm negative one point seven points. That's so sad, dude. I know because he played one map and he died a bunch. Yeah, but also, but also that one map, like that was the map. Uh, like they were just getting steamrolled. Yeah, by Houston, like. It wasn't like a hundred. Like it's there's no way it's a hundred percent on Tayo. Also, how did we get there? Because we were talking about Chengdu and Shanghai. How do we get Chengdu zone into me asking who the Shanghai main tank was? It was about Rascal. Fate, and us talking Rascal. about uh, Fate and whether no, 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 or not it wasn't he's Fate. It was the, good. It was off your Chengdu zone because we're like, 
Who else is good yeah, in no, APAC? No, no, and we went was, to Philly. Zone into me asking who Shanghai's tank was, and we said it was Fate, and I said Fate wasn't good, and then we started talking about Philly because I, someone mentioned that Philly was another top I, team. I said the then, best teams in Asia are Chengdu and Philly. And then we went yeah, to Rascal. Then we, went on. <laughs> then we started talking from there about Rascal, and then Yuki's like, well, why did Rascal, or why did Shock, Shock drop Rascal? And then. And now we went yeah. to Taiyo. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that brings us into our next next match. Right? No, we still have four three. We'll go through them <laughs> quick because these games don't matter. These games did not really matter. Philly good. Philly versus LA Valiant did not watch. Did not watch. Probably Houston good. versus San Francisco yeah. shocked the world. That's my three words. Uh, Florida versus uh, Vancouver. Florida has holes because Vancouver looked fairly solid about them. And yeah. Toronto versus Atlanta. Rain gatekeepers again. Because, uh, I don't know. These guys look like they're lost. All right. Iris has been pretty nuts on the, on the Brampteast, though. I'm not going to lie. I, I think this spins pretty well, though. I mean, if you look at these matches, like, yes, Toronto and Mayhem both won both their matches. But it shows that this middle tier slash bottom tier is so is open. One of, it's kind of open, and it might you might be able to see some teams move around. Like, maybe Atlanta can move up to be the sixth best team in NA. Um, yeah. All right. Who knows? Now we can actually move on to our third topic. Let's go of the Overwatch League Week One, where we are only fifty-three minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> this is—I thought we were gonna do like a couple. Like I thought these games that we're about to talk about were the games you were gonna do for the three-word thing. No, but I mean, we since we talked about them enough already, we could make these could be pretty quickly. But this one True. we didn't talk very much about. Uh, Outlaws over Shock. Like I went to map six. Map right? six. This game was nuts. Like I was actually on the edge of my seat, L- literally on the edge of my seat. It's the first time it's probably having a long time watching a game in Overwatch League, and this one was nuts. Like I don't know what the else to say. Said that Super got MTD'd, and I all I was thinking is he's gonna have a great time getting on stream tonight. Oh, he yeah, did. I, I thinking, watched it. Dude, <laughs> the only thing that I saw was on Twitter of like when he got shattered, and you could like see in his you player can, cam, he's him gonna be shouting what. what? Well, which well, the worst part about that is it, the caster, I think it was like Mamorel or or yeah. somebody, said like he didn't expect the man to come back. He knew like the dude was there. I mean, he was going. He, he thought he blocked it. That's what he was upset about. But it just made him look like a dummy. So I was yeah. Like, oh no, he's like, was he thinking John Dude's gonna come back on the ball? Like, I I don't understand. What could he have thought about? Yeah. But I'm I mean, gonna have to watch this game because I was it, it was a really in the the Valorant tournament, so. Because that, that those games. if we could summarize this match in like one map, it would be the last map of. of I heard it was like, like heartbreaking at the very because end of how, because like, the shock full hold the outlaws, but then the outlaws just play slightly better and hold them off. Like that's how you could describe this entire match. Like outlaws just played slightly better, and I could say the Violet DPS hype died quickly with Dorado. He didn't get a single final blow on Dorado at Play McCree. So, like, <laughs> and Jake came in. Uh, like, it was an insane game. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I support. Jake, came in. Jake came in on break, and he literally, like, he's sitting in the back line, and they'd, like, show his player cam sometime. He'd just be, like, sitting behind a corner, calming everything. Then someone, like, uh, someone on Tracer would come in, and he'd just bash them and kill Lister. them. He's like, all right, next thing coming in. This is the next thing that we're going to do in the fight. And, like, 
on one hand, I'm like, this is this is like insane. Like on one hand, I'm like, how is Jake doing this? On the other hand, I'm like, it's Jake. Of course he's doing this. It's literally what he's known for is micromanaging shit, right? But like, it just it it, it like felt crazy that like he just didn't react to anything going on. It was really weird. The Jake, point about that, what you were just talking about, the point that made me really happy about that is when they 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 played the player comms after they held uh, shock, right? Yeah. On that map, I, 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 and I'm he goes. Yeah. They can win this. Mm-hmm. Let's just focus on how we're going to do it. We can counterpick them. Like, oh, that made me happy on the inside from like a player perspective. That's how Overwatch that's supposed to be such played. Such a good mentality. Like that's, that's a great how Overwatch mentality. supposed to be And they brought that in, in the final map. Like yeah. we can still win this. <laughs> they just have to hold us harder. Yeah, it, that's a really good mentality. And that's that's kind of what shocked me the most was how good Outlaws looked as a team. Not like just as talent. I think like, Jake deserved this W. I think Dante deserves it. Dante deserves Dante it. Dante oh deserves deserve the W, dude. Jongu. Jongu is like, yo, we're not losing this. He literally said, we ain't losing this flank shatter time and just destroyed the shock on the final fight. Jongu played so picky has surprised me last two weeks, their last two games. I like, mean, they were a tank duo and contenders. So I like, know, but everybody, everybody was like, Piggy is a D, Zarya one trick. He can't play anything else. But they showed such a wide range of tank compositions in this, like, their, their two games. You know, yeah, like, boy, Juby, though. Juby? Oh, no, it's good to see a collegiate so guy. Collegiate stonks. increasing. Losing to cool ABC to winning against, against the, the shock. Cool right. ABC, of course, being the greatest collegiate May of all time. Of course, of course. Uncontested. Uncontested. There's field. never been one greater. Yeah, I, I think if I had one more closing argument on the Outlaws and Shock was, that was a very uncharacteristic game from Violet. Like, he died first so much. Uh, yeah, I heard he was dying first. I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna rant. I'm gonna rant. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no. Shock. This is the map that they, this is the match where they ran to Hyo on the first map, right? <laughs> yep. What are they doing? Like, they, ex- they should expect this match to be hard. They should put in their people that, like, they expect they're going to win. I th- This is, like, the whole thing setting up Tyler for failure. The supports on the side of Shock looked like they were playing way too aggressive. They were dying a bunch. FD God died so much. The most disappointing performance I've seen from Shock in a long time in the first few maps. They picked it up near the end, but, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I don't know. I felt so, like, there's, a, there's the clip of Striker crying after he loses. It's like, should have played him. Shit. <laughs> hey, Dorado, Dorado, why you why are you playing Glister on Tracer and bench Striker? The best Tracer like, in the world. I literally felt like they weren't trying. Like I, I just I, I don't understand it from a manager's perspective. I don't. I, Krusty out there smoking his crack pipe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Krus, Krusty's he's on the fifth plane. All right, we don't know. What if, what if he's just testing stuff no, out for week? Yeah, you know? it's, it's the yeah. the reality is from a management perspective, it's probably that they were like, hey, it's early in the season. I think we're gonna make it to finals anyway, right? Yeah. We yeah. don't care who we play against. Like it's like the it's proceeding, right? And so let's just give our players play time. Let's see where what works. We're not going to reveal a bunch of strats or anything, but it's the first, like, it's the, just, the hope is that it just it's felt not, like it shouldn't have been as, as the hope okay. is that it isn't like representative of what's going to happen. I mean, we got to remember, I don't think it is. That's the, first, the thing. Like right? last like, season, I, Shock I, lost two games in a row at the beginning. So but, yeah. But when Shock lost two games in a row at the beginning, were they switching their star support player onto DPS? Were they putting in players that are clearly worse at a certain role than other players? No. Just cause, like you know who did do that, 
Los Angeles Valiant like three different times in, <laughs> between season one and season two. Valiant did that a lot. They put yeah. Kareev on the Widowmaker after having him play Mercy. Yeah, all and it's always one. been a bad decision. Yeah. Someone, I, I remember I was watching the, the, the first game they played against the Glads, and they switched Violet on GBS. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. And he's like, out there pounding. Everybody's hyping him up. I'm like, this is just going to end terribly. Yeah. They're going to smell themselves into this one. Like, you, then yeah. they did, and they got rolled for it. They got destroyed yeah. for it. And, and they, like, there's no question to me that they would have, Shock would have won that match, like, handedly if they just started out with, like, an actual roster. I remember there was one point um, where I tuned in. I think it was the, the Shock Lads match. I tuned in at one point, and I saw Nero on Soldier, and I tuned out immediately. Ilios, <laughs> yeah, he played Soldier. I don't that anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think, they, like, yes, it was a great match, especially nearing the end, because it felt like they were actually, like, trying. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I really did not feel like, from a management perspective, at the very least, Shock were, like, trying to win, which really bugged me. All right. So we'll move on. Uh, we had talked quite a bit about this match already. So Hunters over Shanghai, uh, like you said, Julian Shanghai looked like they didn't even try. Like I don't get it. Chung Chengdu looked strong with a new tank line. Anybody else yeah. anything really to add to that? I mean, we we talked about quite a bit during the three word game when we weren't supposed to. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, Leave is living up to the overwhelming expectations I had for him going into the yeah. World Cup. Yeah, I he think with the, well. the the new tank line. It, it allows the DPS to do so much more. Gives him more breathing room. There's not as much pressure on him to do things, stuff like that. I, I will note this was less... For me, this felt less... might be because I really like the Hunters. Um, But it felt less like a big issue with like who they were playing on the side of Shanghai. Or like, what are you doing? It's like they were just lost. Like, they, they got really lost in the Hunter's sauce. Especially <laughs> on, like, I can Like, it's just like, I... You know, I've been there. I feel that. Like, it's not like a... It just, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, it, like, the, it, it felt like they didn't know what they were doing for some keepers, but I don't think they're a bad team. For me, the thing with Shanghai is, like, it's not quite like the shock of season three where they lose two games. Like, I know that roster is championship material and it's had a rough start. Like, Shanghai replaced Fearless, who I rate very highly, with Fate, who I don't rate very highly. And you could tell, like, on Eichenwald, like, the in game leadership was severely lacking. It's like that. Gives me some sort of fear for Shanghai moving forward. Unless unless things change quick, I think like we're gonna get that that Moon Fate LA Valiant bullshit again. Like where the team just does not live up to expectations. So I I fear for Shanghai if they don't change quickly. Uh, I, if I, if they ever do that, I can world stuff again, dude. I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna bench Lee J Gun because he has a uh, too great of an understanding of the game of Overwatch. <laughs> too much knowledge of the brawl meta. Who would they put right, in we for can him, though? Fleta. Fleta? Yeah, Fleta Lucio. Fleta on Lucio. Fleta on Lucio. My stats. <laughs> and we we did talk about this quite uh, a little bit as well. As, uh, Gladiators and Rain both highly disappoint in week one. Yeah. With their performances. People are, just, people are just expecting too much out of, out of yeah. the teams. Honestly. I would agree with that for the Rain, but yeah. the Gladiators I expected a lot more of. Um, that's just because I, I felt that Moss was a strong leadership player. Too. Sorry. Oh no! I just said I thought that Moth was a strong leadership figure that the team was lacking last year, uh, but it seemed they had skewed, they that they just played skewed, skewed the whole time. Map, right? More than Moth, like, I don't. Moth, Moth has yet to win a map. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's kind of rough. I, again, I didn't watch, so like I'm just like I remember like the brief times that I tuned into matches, I saw that Glads were playing skewed, and I'm like, 
oh, maybe maybe he's doing something, you know? No, I, he was not. I didn't say to actually see He was not. And Talking about party setting your team up for success, right? Uh, I feel like I'm cheating because I'm kind of stealing this from Clap Chat. Um, but I know, uh, I actually really agree. I think Avast said that he doesn't agree with rotating out your supports, especially when someone like Moth is on your team. Yeah. Because it doesn't provide a structure for your team to build around. Yeah. And I think if you really go back and watch this, it's like, they're winning maps where Moth isn't in. But, like, also, I, I just, it's I like, are Moth's you setting your up for success? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, and, I don't know. And that's the same know. thing with something on Mirror for Space on Zarya. It's like, you're not letting yeah. Muse get used to Space's playstyle. You know, yeah. you're not letting him get used to the Space in the comms and whatever. So, I mean, you are setting yeah. yourself up for failure in the future by not laying your foundation now. Honestly, you could probably only get away with, like, swapping out your DPS, and even then, that still has problems in and of itself, so... <laughs> Rain! I think, I think a while ago... I, a while ago, I said that I think every support should be able to play every support, and every tank should be able to play pretty much every tank. And I think that's kind of the case here, where it's like, you, you know, like, space can't play Zarya, right? Like... Yeah, so, he's so very good at that. Really taken <laughs> uh, every tank should be able to play every tank to heart. Uh, <laughs> gesture, to play literally everything. Hey, gesture, can you go hog? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, Marvel, can you go? Uh, can you go Winston? Yeah, sure. Hey, Marvel, can you play Sigma? Yeah, sure. Well, and then hey, Marvel, but, can you play Diva? <laughs> Why not? I mean, I can select it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my intramural games. Hey, can, <laughs> oh, that. can you just keep riding the bench? Thanks, thanks, dude. Don't worry about it. You'll get play time next season. When you uh, guys? No. When you go somewhere else. <laughs> oh, the rusty Goomba strategy. <laughs> Sorry, rusty. But, but, no, I mean, uh, I do want to say one no thing. No hard feelings. I stopped playing the game because I stopped caring. It's it's my own. It was my own downfall. I want to say one but thing I about the Atlanta say, Rain. You, if you, if you were going to keep complaining about Brig, I was going to lash out. Ah, <laughs> I still hate Brig. I, I'm like, Terrible hey, character you guys, design. You guys just like swap Corey onto Brig because I'm seeing Corey with lamps and I'm hearing Goo Goo complain about Brig and I want to break my desk. <laughs> Dude, I, I still hate Brig. It's, it's just not fun character. You guys, you guys got top eight on the back of that swap like a week yeah. before playoffs. <laughs> Alright, I got one thing to say about the Atlanta Rain. Top eight map, baby. I want Hawk gone. You want really? Hawk gone? I, I, I think... Okay. Like, I want yes. another off-tank on the team, I should say. Who? Poco? Mm. Okay, never mind. I've told myself. <laughs> you, guys remember, you guys remember Daco? He was... Daco. <laughs> yeah, but the, I mean, he, he, hate, he hated Western people, but I mean, he was. Pretty yeah, he fit right into Atlanta Rain then. <laughs> Gator and Kai and Masa. I'm sure he really love I, it. I think the the issue with Atlanta is just always going to be the tank line. I I think it's just Gator and Hawk to say. Gator and Hawk are just not like they're not versatile players. Uh, Gator looked okay. Big brain, big brain. You pick up LH Cloudy to play off tank Reinhardt. Pair him with the, the cleave comp with Gator on the uh, yeah, monkey. Comp. Play the cleave comp. <laughs> Didn't no LH Cloudy play for the goal. Yeah. It's just yeah. I, I I don't think there's a great way to fix this team. I don't think there's probably a better tank duo that you can pick up. Well, no, I'm not saying I can fix it now, but like in yeah, the future, I, I don't want Hawk and Gator I, back. I, I think it's just disappointing. Like I feel like Hawk and Gator are like probably the tank line that should be on like Vancouver for me, but yeah, I don't I don't know. KSA, pick up KSA. Uh, they're, they're, I want them to be good. I, I really want Hawk and Gator to be good, but it just doesn't feel like they 
they have room to grow. Like I don't see anything like they when I watch them play, like, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're pretty good in the do. NA contender scene, but that's yeah. as far as the it kind of goes. Yeah, like I mean, scrimbucks say they were winning against eighty percent of owl teams in scrims, but you know, they're called scrimbucks for a reason. For uh, Atlanta, or for Atlanta Academy. Dude, yeah, I know but that guy on you the know, Western collegiate team. Close they have on that team, though. Sure, I was also on the back of Sugar Free now. That's, sugar that's free. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, they had some other strong players that are not eligible for the league. So, yeah, yeah. I know a really good collegiate player that's from the Midwest that uh, I think honestly looks better than Hawk sometimes. So you know what the issue with that is? <laughs> He's too smart to go into Overwatch League because he knows it's a bad idea. You know that is McCree and Hanzo are pretty well, pretty good too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Guka, you're saying if you just play every tank, well, if he plays every character, yeah. <laughs> yeah. play on everything. All right, we'll go through he this one here. A game with a London player, dude. Go through this one here quickly. Uh, Philly goes 2-0 with new pickups. Toby and Hoppa looked good. I'm happy Toby's back in the league. And Rascal. I'm really... Rascal. But I, I really like the emergency pickups. You know, like Rascal yeah, kind of came I, in, yeah. like, not as an emergency, I think. I, I guess Rascal wasn't as much of an emergency yeah, like, compared to the other two, but he still technically was. Technically was, because of Shockwave. But... I'm just happy yeah. that they could just slot in and, like, they win. Like, that's that's really nice. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, only having, like, a, a week or two to... To just kind of scrim around would would have made a difference, but now they're they're just too good to for that to really matter. But I don't think you could have picked up a better off tank emergency either as Hoppa, not because like his skill, but because of his year of work with Mono. Like he could yeah. easily mm -hmm. slide in and work with Mono again. Yeah. Like even though it wasn't I, good, I would say it's Korea. You know, you got plenty of of good options, off tanks and contenders there. But I, I guess yeah, having the, Hop the experience would make a lot of sense. Hoppa's been in now for. Quite a bit now, so since season one. Been in Owl since season one. I mean, he didn't yeah. play till stage three or stage four, but he's been in Owl since season one. Rex had to convince me that Bob meant trash. He's like, "Yeah, Hoppa means hot trash." I was like, eh, "I can see it happening because I don't like Hoppa." <laughs> I didn't think he was good, so I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense." Yeah, I mean, they're they're fine. I I think it remains to be seen if they're like the top team. Because I mean, they did face Soul. Soul Soul day. didn't look particularly strong and. Like charge, even like and charge and no, Valiant are not good, yeah. so I I don't know. We'll see. I'll, we'll see. I was impressed by how well they played as a team. It seemed yeah, because I actually didn't win anyway against these two teams with whoever they could pick up, just because I think they're a very solid like starting four aside from these two pickups. But I mean like, they still look like a pretty good team. All right, uh, this is where I will start to stream my uh, screen for you guys because we are officially doing power rankings. Let's go. And. We're, I had them split, so we're not gonna, we're not doing the the twenty teams all at once. Oh, okay, right, we're doing I got the... a question. I got a question. Can we just skip the friend section? Cause like, who cares? Yeah, we can just skip the friend section. because <laughs> you know we, we we do have. It's not like we're super limited on time. At least I'm not limited on time. Tommy's probably not limited on time. Nope. Right? Here, I'll just I'll I'll do them quickly for two power rankings. Kiku's on we have, we have Glad's winning. Crashing. We have Glad's yeah, winning against the Spitfire. I have them going 3 2. I think Spitfire can do well in the Brawl composition, but that's the only reason I'm giving two maps. Chengdu uh, over XL, except for Tommy, who is a NYXL simp. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised, honestly, that Kuki selected, uh, selected Glad's instead of Spitfire. Who, who's the off support or flex support that you said was going to, that was popping off? Khan. I don't think Con. they beat Glad's, though. They don't I, beat Glad's. I, I, I think Glad's are, like, I think Spitfire is one of those teams that's like, they're gonna look okay it's sometimes, but it's, it's, but it's like together. it's not. Yeah. Uh, we have 
everyone has justice being Dallas feel. Uh, Guku has a kind of a closer match. Uh, but me and Tommy believe in the power of Mag and Decay. Oh yeah. Take the three. I want the match to be oh, longer because yeah. I have Decay, so I want the match to be longer for more fantasy points. I have Fury, baby. Let's go. Give me those points. <laughs> now we will discuss this one. Actually, I'll, I'll we'll give five minutes discussion for this one. Max, uh, Chengdu versus Philly. We're split. Uh, me and Guku of the Hunters and Rusty and Tommy had the fusion. Uh, fusion squad, send, send your matches, top so people forward. I, I didn't watch any of the matches, so I'm just assuming the Chengdu zone is real and this is going to be a week where they crash. Yeah. I just think it's uh, like kind of a random, so that's why I just put 3-2 and I just kind of chose fusion. I think personally they escaped the Chengdu zone with Gaga. I think he, he lifts them out of they it. Could. I think they he is the he's on their way out. I feel like we'll find out more like about the hunters uh this upcoming week weekend of games, so to kinda see if they're out of the zone or not. Alright. Yeah, I I I think uh you're gonna see if the Chengdu hunters are legitimately <laughs> A good team. <laughs> 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 the wallpaper. <laughs> yep. Okay. Anyway, you're gonna see. Chung, this is like the week where Chengdu Hunters actually get to show that they are a good team or aren't a good team, right? Like Shanghai yeah. looked terrible, honestly, against them. I think if they Valiant beat Fusion, a valid team to might be have to be the top of APAC, You know. Yeah. Yep. All right. This is this is the telling week. You know, last week we got we got the prep time. Now we're gonna see if they can actually they can actually bang it out. I gotta move the teams that we haven't seen played. Out. Okay. Nah, I'm ranking them. You're ranking them. I'm okay. Ranking what do you rank? Hangzhou Spark and I'm ranking them right above New York. <laughs> oh, and man. right below, uh, Shanghai Dragons. Well, we'll move them and we'll 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 do the, we'll do this for now, and then we'll have Guku rank the four teams we haven't seen play. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Number so, one in NA has to be Outlaws, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It depends. Are we saying power rankings is what it should be? Or are we saying this what is it power is? rankings what it is? It Again, is I what think, it is. All right, Outlaws I, I number think, one. I think Shock would have won that match if they took it seriously. I'm yeah, just throwing that out that, there. But I, they, they I still think Houston so. are top, but I think Shock would have won It is what it is. We're putting it is what it is. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Shock. Shock. Oh, I, I forgot. We haven't seen Justice play. I was about to say, because just, Justice comes, I'm like, ooh, that could be interesting. I think we have a cheer break here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, After this, I would say Toronto. Just, just, just go oh, ahead and put maybe, Toronto. Maybe Fuel. Right. I'd Here say Fuel. Uh, Titans think... all the way at the bottom. Let's get that out of the way real quick. Put a tier break between just to, you know, just to be safe. <laughs> just to be it's, safe. I think it's either Dallas or Florida for me. I feel more confident in Dallas. Yes, they're tanking. I feel, I'd almost feel more confident in Florida just because... Well, I guess Their rush is maybe. really concerning. What's Florida's main tank again? OG. And, yeah, <laughs> put, the, put the fuel above them. Put the right. Yeah, I'm about to say fearless or OG. I'm not, I've never been high on. Are we going? I would have mayhem Toronto Glads. I'd have Toronto over Glads. Yeah, I'd put Glads over Toronto. Really? I it, it it's just like a thing for me. It's, I think they played two tough teams. If we're looking at our uh, rankings and. Yeah, I but think, if they beat them, if they I did think, beat them, you I know, think Toronto, like this would have been a little I think Toronto different. almost lost to Atlanta. 
Yeah, but again, yeah. like the middle section is very like volatile. Like it's yeah. I, I know, I know. Down, it's just so. like the way the way I would do it is I'd put glides above Toronto until one of them beats the other. You know. Uh, the way but, that I'm looking at this, this looks this looks fine. That's fine to me too. I don't care. Okay. We'll, we'll just go with that. Since Wait, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna move Toronto to the top. We haven't, haven't seen, we haven't Let, seen New York play yet. Very easy. Put Valiant. Valiant and charge. Put him down. Valiant I'd charge. charge below Valiant. We haven't seen New York. Say by put the way. charge below Valiant. Right. I I don't think the Valiant look that bad right now. Like I, they got destroyed, but the charge got destroyed much more. <laughs> the charge didn't win a True. map. Valiant won a what map. Was, what was the Valiant <laughs> second match? Who were they against? Philly. Philly, and they didn't look that bad. They could have taken control probably. Wait, Valiant won a map. A map, right? They took a map off. A of Chengdu. A hunters. I I would put them above charge because, again, I watched all the APAC games, but I don't remember all of them. Mostly because the charge games were such stomps that they were uninteresting. Alright, alright. I'm okay with this. And considering I did not watch, well, I would put Soul. Actually, below. I would. I would. I would, I would, I would put Philly and. Yeah. I would put Soul below Shanghai. Really. Mm -hmm. Seoul, Seoul might be the Chengdu zone of, of the APAC region this year. Yeah, I would put Shanghai above Seoul, personally. I, I think I would as well, because like, if I think about a Rush meta, like I trust Shanghai more than Seoul. I also don't think they're running Rush in APAC, but... Uh, no, no, Bubble, no, I still trust Shanghai. I still yeah. trust Shanghai No, I think Shanghai, I think Shanghai got destroyed by the Hunters, and everybody's going to be low on them, but I think they're still top three team easily. Alright, I'm, I'm good with these. Yep, yeah, I'm going to rank Excelsior right above Valiant, and then I'm going to rank Hangzhou Spark right above Seoul. Okay, what about the four NA teams? Okay, I'm going to put Justice above Fuel. Actually, no, I'll put Not Justice in the, in the tier above. I'll put it in the tier above. And then I'll put Paris above Atlanta. Oh. And I'll put London below Atlanta. And I'll put Boston above Atlanta. I would Below say Paris? between Eternal and Vlad's, personally. Yeah, that's, I think, probably better. Yeah. Uh, right, hold on, let me look at Boston. No, I, I no, have we, no idea. We, we, we can't, give, we can't give opinions. This is Gooku's ranking the four teams that yeah, haven't played. Okay, 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 my bad. I'll my put bad. Boston above. Because I think Paris are going to get destroyed now that we know the meta's not just, like, 100% wrong. Well done, right. well done, Goku. I also don't remember London's <laughs> team at all. I just assume they lose. Or wait, the British Hurricane. Mostly British Hurricane. British Hurricane plus Shacks. Put him above Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, 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 no! Don't do that. Honestly, Atlanta well, are probably going to This is a meta there. where you can play Tracer, though. That's a meta where Shacks fucks. Yeah, no, I know, but also, I, 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 looking at this, like Atlanta, I feel like shouldn't be that low, but like. All the teams are so good, dude. I'd probably I think Atlanta should be above Paris. Above Eternal, but... Yeah, but... give me some more bad teams in NA, dude. Maybe they're we'll, all. We'll just put three tier breaks bad. between Vancouver and the rest. <laughs> yeah. Can you put I, I love, I love Vancouver? Mr. Owl. I love Few, but his team just does not look good. They they're just out talented. It just seems that they're just out talented when they enter the server. Like they just don't stand a chance. It's yeah. pretty sad. All right. Those are our power rankings. Well done, gentlemen. Alright. We came to somewhat of a consensus on most things. Alright, and it's time for us to talk about two other things. <laughs> no, no, the, 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 oh, no, the, sorry, MVP that, candidates. 
Yeah, the, the setup oh. the setup pickums board is just our thing. You know, we'll, we'll fix it that later. That's not for us. Join but... our pickums board. We have a pickums board. I have a pickums board. Well, we have to make one because you're you're a week ahead of everybody, Julian. God, that's so extra. It doesn't matter <laughs> if I make one. We're gonna be ahead of everybody anyway. Your picks carry over from. I do. To new leader. Make board, a so. new account. Reverse reverse sweep <laughs> underscore Goku. <laughs> shrub shrub comes in. Maybe, the go. Smurf. I'm smurfing on pickums. But yes, uh. MVP candidates. We all actually have four different candidates this year. It's not me and Tommy sucking off Carpe again. It's pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, we will start with uh, Cuckoo. Uh, Your MVP pick. Dante, because I think Violet doesn't deserve MVP. I think Decay doesn't deserve <laughs> That's <it>. MVP. <laughs> and I think Leave doesn't deserve MVP. And so whoa, the reason whoa, I picked Dante... Were you, were you playing the three-word game with your MVP nomination? Is because he... <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. I, I think Dante... Okay, re- realistically, I think Dante... If if Houston does very well this season, like, let's say top one or two, I think Dante is going to be that player that they're like, oh, they built this team around him. He played really well. It's either him or Jangu at this point, right? Like, probably... They yeah. probably built the team unless like Crimzo stops starts popping off or something. No, I don't or, think like, Crimzo. Yeah, or or, or Juby comes out of nowhere and starts hitting. Six happy Juby, happy maybe. Ha- happy, happy actually could be it as well. Um, but I, I think it's probably either Dante or Happy because they, you know, the other ones would be Rookie of the Year then, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think Dante makes more sense if you were to give an MVP to someone on Houston. That's that's kind of my reasoning. I think. Can I counter why I don't think any of you? <laughs> you can counter with the end. We'll all go through. Well, you guys can counter say what yours are. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'd say I'll, the so. biggest I'll argument I have against Dante is that like that relies on Houston being good, good, and we did, like this is such an unproven roster. Like they have three rookies, uh, Happy who was on charge the entirety of you know all of the last two seasons where he's been, you know, he's been on like a kind of middle of mid table team. And and then you've got Crimzo, who, aside from wearing a snapback and having some pretty good-looking stats, not really been able to get the results that people probably would have expected from him. I will say his trash talk was good against Fuel. Like, yeah. that that, yeah. that was a highlight of my weekend. You can't just buy yourself wins, Fuel. Like, that was that was pretty good. Um, I mean, he got vengeance on his former team, so. Did. My That's argument fun. against Dante would be... It's gonna be hard for Dante to stand out on Houston, uh, especially with Happy and Jangu, like a playmaking main tank. Fucking because like if Houston does well, it requires Jangu and Happy to also do well. It's so, also like partially meta dependent, and I feel and he's like, like playing CPS May, so like it's gonna be yeah, hard. Like CPS don't matter as much. I don't remember if it was Dante or somebody else who I was just absolutely astounded by how good their May walls were. I think it was Dante. It could have been Dante. I'm really remember. glad that Goku cares about the Maywalls because I'm going to be honest with you, Goku. No one else cares about the Maywalls. <laughs> I care about the Maywalls. I like to look at Maywalls. And that's why Dante deserves MVP. <laughs> for his Maywalls. He deserves it for his superior map editing. No, there, yeah, there was, it was like it was actually. I, I don't, someone did some crazy stuff. I don't remember what it was, but it was really good. Anyway. All right. Tommy. Yeah, so I have Leave because he's living up to the hype. Um. Because I think last season he didn't really live up to the hype, but I think now since um, hunters are on top, or seemingly on top, and hopefully, I guess if 
for Yuku's sake, they're out of the Chengdu zone, <laughs> and so they stay up top. Well, I guess they're not even playing Among, so Yuku, do you even like them anymore? Yeah, I love Chengdu. They still have, they're you still know, they Chengdu. still got Among on the roster, okay? They you just never still know have his name there. Right. Yeah. You know, he'll probably come out the next time they play, like, the Valiant or they yeah. play the Charge. And I mean, but... Jinmu's still around. He's an OG Hunter's true. member. True, true. Jinmu actually got a surprising amount of fantasy points given how little he played. I think he got like 50 across. Oh, he's the Jin best Mu player in the league. Pounds. Jinmu <laughs> absolutely pounds. I think there was like, they, 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 they like showed Jinmu had a 72% team fight win rate when he was in. Yeah, I should have picked Jinmu for my candidate. He's the best player in the league. He, he actually just does an insane amount of damage because he's so aggressive. I like, I, I, it's yeah. Anyway, he pounds. And he finally has a tank line to back him up. He's a great time. fantasy pick, even though he doesn't have 100% playtime. Literally, the okay, the biggest counter I have to leave is literally just the same thing with Outlaws, where it's a oh lot of good people it's, coming yeah. in. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, are they actually going to be good? Is this a yeah, but I think, type of thing? I think it's better than Dante, because Dante, I feel like, has a limited pool, where Leave literally is top tier on everything he plays. Leave, Leave's pool is like the entire atlantic ocean okay yeah like, he literally he plays everything i'm pretty not sure he, three niche heroes i'm not pretty sure he played like at least five different heroes and, and there was were... one point where in the world cup across, across like two days of the world cup he played like 12 or 15 heroes or something like that like yeah he, and he, he has an un, he has an uncapped hero pool he's and... literally fucks on all of them so that's why i think it's leave especially if Chengdu keep yeah i mean staying on top it's one of those cases of which team dominates more, I think. I, I will say the thing about Dante over Leave, I actually think Leave is probably my second favorite pick on here. Um is that Leave ha doesn't have like an established personality almost, right? Like he yeah. has to really pound to get MVP, whereas Dante has to kinda pound to get he's MVP. Kind, he's kinda like happy. Like nobody like yeah. people don't really know about him as like, much. Like that's why I think Dante if if Houston did well, Dante would probably get it over Happy, even though I think Happy will probably perform better, right? Like it's yeah, because there is like sort of a, it's a certain, popularity. It's a popularity vote. thing as yeah. well, and like and, and a, an establishment thing as well. Like he, Dante has played with Houston for two years. Now he's bringing the team around for the new go, right? Whereas, yeah. whereas leave, it's like, yeah, he played on uh, Chengdu last year, but was he like the face of Chengdu? No, no, not really. Probably Amon was. Amon, <laughs> yeah, he's not Amon. If Chengdu comes out. Amon comes in for the grand finals, it was maybe, probably like, just starts destroying Now, oh now hear me out. What if Leave ends up coming in and being the best ball of all time? Oh my oh, god. Okay, well then maybe. Then, then, then maybe. on a team with Amon, dude, he's getting coached by Amon and Gaga. They're like standing there behind him, like lining up the geometry of the grappling hooks. All right. He might be someone that benefits from like an all-star weekend type of thing yeah. where he just like fills in for every event. No, I think he'll benefit yeah. from like when all the the tournaments at the end of the stages when they all come together in Hawaii and he can yeah. stand out to an NA audience. I think that's where Leave can make his name. Like mm -hmm. I mean like with like you can make the argument, oh, but Fleta won at APAC last year, but Fleta was kind of well-known before he went to APAC. Yeah, Fleta is meta has been a meme since the Fleta one, deadlift. You know, yeah, the Fleta deadlift. That was a big thing, right? Yeah, everybody knows Fleta. So, like, that is a pretty known name. Because, like, with Leave, if you didn't watch the China's World Cup and you only went off his Chengdu performance last year, you wouldn't think yeah, he was very good. Unless you were one of the three people that paid attention to China prior to Overwatch League, where you're like, oh, this, this like, my insanity or whatever, or something like that. They're the greatest Chinese teams. Like, who, who cares? It, it was, it was China. Miraculous youngsters. 
my bad. Yeah, miraculous youngster. Why did I think my insane? That's a different my, my insane. <laughs> that was a, that was a different. That was a completely different team. Um, I think that was built off of. Uh, it doesn't doesn't matter. But yeah, I was like, it's like this leaf kid's cracked and he's not old enough, so he goes to play PUBG and he comes back for the World Cup and I'm like, ooh, he's back in the World Cup. He's still cracked, and he comes in and he plays 15 different heroes and he's still cracked. And he comes into the Overwatch League. And he looks very underwhelming because Who fretted Leave to be MVP? Or I fretted Leave, yes, last year. For Rookie of the Year, I think. For Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just too early on the bus, I guess. It was just too early. It's just just a bit too early. It was bad. That's the that's the biggest problem. With I'm a sorry, lot of, like, voting Amo like might that. have been the problem. I'm sorry. That's the thing. I wish like, their of... support line was pretty bad. Well, that's true. The the problem is they have they have what uh what's wrong with like a lot of sports where it especially since now like the stats aren't developed at all. So you're just like, oh, let's look at like one of the best three teams. Oh, let's look at the best player on on each of those three teams. Oh, I'm picking this best player instead of this best player on that team. Even if the best player in the league is on a shitty team, he's on a shitty team, so he doesn't matter. We don't care about him. I think the reality is, and this is going to lead into a whole other discussion, we should just go on after I... <laughs> um, is that because Overwatch is such a team game, because you're so dependent on your supports if you're a DPS player, you're so dependent on your tanks if you're a support player, you're so dependent on everybody if you're a tank player, is... Like you, it's just impossible to pick an MVP. Like, it's it's just such a team game, and most of the like performance is based on communication and how well you mesh. I don't so know, like, decay playoff unless, run. I yeah, think the I exception mean, is players like Decay who are able to pound regardless of the team around them. Those are like the clear people that you're like, oh, that's an MVP. But you still see people like Fleta get it over that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Think about to... how well Decay performed last year, but like. You have to look at how MVP candidates end up getting selected. Like, you look at NYXL, it's just like Jonak. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's the best end of the league. Statistically, he's the best end of the league. To be fair, Jonak was pretty easy. Yeah, he was on a good team. It was pretty easy. Obviously, he's going to get MVP. Season 2, the guy had the most damage on Zarya in a GOATS meta. He's MVP. We're not going to talk about anything else. Redacted. Season 3, Fleta. Uh, you know, he's in a lot, he plays a lot of different characters, he's like, the the standout player. Oh, what's that, he's on the best team? Let's vote him into MVP. The, the like, thing that, is, that's though? That's just how MVP voting is. You look at the best teams, and you pick the best, the best players on that team, or like, the ones that make the most noticeable impact, the, like, the other on thing the kill this, feed. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, that compared to traditional sports, right, Overwatch, if your team does better, you will do better. That's why in fantasy, you want to pick winning players as well as players that pound, right? Unless you're me picking Crimzo because he gets a lot of healing. But he won! Damage. He won and he yeah, dominated! Yeah, but on Dallas, he was ta- on Dallas, Dallas didn't get anything, but he was still like he was still up there, so I'm like, I'm... But he does even better when he wins. Yes, he does better when he wins. But if his team's bad, that's longer, more points. <laughs> Something you gotta think about. All that we care about is fantasy points. Yes, all that matters (laughs) is fantasy points. Actual results of the games do not matter anymore. Fun end of the the tangent. (laughs) I have one more thing about the tangent, though. People were waiting to give Flood an MVP since season one. So he is, the second he's on a good team and was doing something, he was gonna get it. Look at that. They waited until he was on a good team. See? It's just how MVP Better waiting works. to so, give him something for the dead works. And that's the same argument I'm going to use for my guy. Because they were waiting for Decay to be good in the Overwatch League for a long time. 
and now Pretty that he's on a team anime. with Mag and Fear and all he's, shit, he's on a team with Mag. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just they were waiting for him to be good, and now he's gonna actually win games and still be decay. So he's gonna be a very early MVP favorite for me. And I see Washington doing very well. And with the rebuild going through, they're gonna say they built around Decay. They're gonna remember the storyline of last year in the playoffs that Decay will get a boost off that. So I think Decay is a fairly solid choice because of not only the storyline of Washington Justice, but the storyline of Decay's career. Same as Flota. Definitely the safest pick. Yeah. I, I'd say the safest I, pick. I think Decay and Violet. Wait, I'll let Rusty go and then I'll talk. But I think they're similar to me. I think Decay is definitely the safest pick. Um, because, you know, we've seen his pop-off potential on Dallas. I'm glad he didn't stand out because, let, let's be real, no one really stands out Roar on was so bad. for, like, anything. Yeah. No one really ends up standing out on any Glad's team for anything because, <laughs> you know, that's just the way that the team is coached around. So, you know, whatever. Um, Except for his name. They, they built the team around Decay this year. So if the team fails... It's because that they failed Decay. It's not going to be because Decay is bad. It's because it's not going to be because Decay failed. It's because the team failed Decay. around Decay. Yeah, like yeah. that's just how it is. Because that's all we did last year with the the shitter squad that rolled up to the playoffs. Yeah, they were so, like so, the last seed, and he carries them almost to a final four appearance. So yeah, so when the team's going to end up doing, you know, presumably good, a lot of people are riding high on Mag. Obviously, Fury, really good. Assassin. Um, I don't even remember support line for Bebe and Closer. That's kind of a rough support line. It's a rough support line. line. It's a really rough support kind of a, line. That's a really rough support line. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Bebe was like okay and closer. I hear he alt tracks very well according to Jane. It's just Praise Jane, but Will Decay and um, Mag kill things first before they need healing. Which yeah, is yes most of the time, so it's gonna it's gonna be that gopher watch level thing where you're like, Alright, are they gonna do do enough to let the rest of the team pop off. That's all they need to do. They just need to not die and let everyone else do things. Yep. You know? And I, I think that those are two solid supports for that exact idea. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's going to be dependent, again, on whether or not Washington does good, because Decay's probably going to pop off the same way he's popped off pretty much every season he's played. What about your MVP candidate, Rusty? Yeah, I picked Violet. I didn't think he was going to play DPS and just kind of end up uh, throwing as a result of him switching roles because that's what happens whenever you switch roles. You just look worse on both because you're splitting time. But, uh, you know, I know Corey wouldn't be happy with this because Violet throws all of his ranked games on DPS. Dude, it's absurd to me. How, how, how can you be that good of a player, like that high caliber, and be so bad? All I'm saying, Mono was better. Mono is the best. Jerry was the best. Jerry was better. Jerry was so much better. I remember we got into that game. I saw Jerry on the enemy team. I told Goku, we're about to get fucked. And then (laughs) after that game, Goku believed. He believed in Jerry. I am going to give one quick counter to Violet. Violet for me was literally just like the safe pick that wasn't. Decay because I saw that Booney picked Decay and I'm like I don't I don't want to like bandwagon the safe pick so I'll pick the other safe pick. Shock syndrome. People are sick of them. That's the only reason I can't see Violet like getting a nomination. They're just sick of Shock. I'm already sick of them. They I could, I mean Violet, Violet if they do well if Shock does well Violet will definitely get a nomination. I do think I, honestly I don't think Violet deserves a nomination. I. I the, the thing about it. shock is that it's gonna be it's gonna be dependent on their tank line. If they're swapping out Smurf and Super, 
depending on you know, I think tank if, uh... it can't be Smurf. It could be Choi, just because Choi's very good, but they're also rotating the DPS. So, so it's not, not going to be that. Them, yeah. Yeah, FD guy is gonna get it. I mean, I, yeah, I, FD guy's not gonna get it. playing Lucio. Like, no, no one cares about Lucio. So it it would literally be Violet, Violet or Troy on that. Team. I just and think Shock that if being, Shock keeps doing good, like Shock end up being again another top tier team, they're just gonna pick the best player on yeah. the top tier team because it's the easy bailout way like to pick Shot, an MVP. Shock keeps doing good, but I think Violet playing DPS would be like a boost if they do good. Like if he can do good yeah. on support and DPS, yeah. then it's like. Wow, he can do two roles at a really high level. But if he has more so, like, Dorado performances, then his yeah. MVP stock goes way down. It's yeah. the same reason why Shohei Otani wins Rookie of the Year. It's not because he's like super good. It's because he's doing good at two different things. Exactly. It's just he's just that good, you know. So if it ends up being like that for Violet, then it could backfire. Weird. But yeah, it could I, it could backfire horribly. We've seen it. We've already seen it backfire horribly. It can only go up from here. Yeah, I don't like Violet. I I, I think just because she's like, God. Violet is also very toxic. Yeah, Violet's I don't a very like Violet toxic either. player. I think he plays very very solo for a support player, which is weird to me. I think he, I don't, I, I like especially after In this watching day and his, age of if you watch like the first the first like match like the first map against Houston, I think it's really showing like Violet was bailed out a lot by the fact that Moth. Is a very solid support player, right? And he I feels very well. I think this yeah. year with FD God, it seems like he's gonna struggle to put up the numbers and the, get the value that he was previously getting. Um, not not necessarily at like every game, but like against the better teams, um, because he plays so individual uh, for a support player. And I'm praying that this year is the year that we start talking about the teamwork involved as opposed to the individual players. We haven't talked about teamwork since GOATS, and people yeah. didn't talk about teamwork in GOATS because they just hated GOATS. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the same issue I'm going to have with Decay, and I think part of the reason I don't like Decay as an MVP candidate, and this is what I was talking about way earlier, is just I feel like both Violet and Decay have the issue of, like, they refuse to work in a team sometimes, and it's just, like, that that irks me on the inside, right? Like, it's not like I just don't like yeah, but that's sadly not, it's not what the analysts see, though. They see the kill feed, you know? Yeah, I, I don't they, think that's they true. See the kill like, feed. like, think yeah, about it. Like, sad. Decay left Fuel, like, by choice. He just refused to play for a team. I understand that the team's terrible, but it's like... I just... Uh... A lot of it's also, like, mixed roster issues, which but, is, but like, you been can pretty have mixed roster issues, But if you're, like, I think... I mean, this is, like, a whole character thing, too. I think one of the things you should consider when you're picking an MVP, and this is what analysts do, is they, they think about who's the person I'm picking as well, not just who's the player. Yeah, that worked out well in right? season two. And, yeah, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> um, but, but like, okay. He's performed, uh, guys. <laughs> I mean, but, like, that, like, that is part of, like, what they do. They pick, like, the person with the best storyline or the person with the best thing. And I think Decay is probably more of a person for that than Violet, and I just, I really don't like either of them in terms of, like, how they work around their team. I feel like they're both very individual players, yeah. and I feel like there's a chance they just struggle this season. Which is why, like, if I had a if I had a choice of like MVP, it'd be like Alarm, because I know how hard Alarm works for his teammates, yeah. and like that, I still have that letter he wrote to Poco, like in my head, where he was like a, a five year old sounding child, like 
please win Poco. I love you all. Please win. I have a card for you next year. Yeah, like that's that's the kind of player I want on my team. You know, like Alarm seems like the kind of guy who would really be fun to be on a team with. But credit to Fusion. They're owned by such a company. <laughs> yep. And and they yeah. they have uh-huh. they have some of the like th- like some of the stuff I've seen from that team. Like they're actually really nice players. Like. They do really well with the mixed roster. <laughs> Except for Carpe shunning Fraggy to the treehouse, but... I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we have two quick little last topics here, and then we're finally finished. Julian can go to bed. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I have 23 hours to turn in an exam, dude. Well, we are actually going <laughs> to talk about something that's going to watch for once on our podcast. It is a quick little Valorant discussion. We will go more into Valorant, I think, starting next week, Challengers 2 goes on right? uh yeah this upcoming week uh the close qualifier yeah close qualifier Ooh. for masters Ravik. yeah which there should be some interesting matches we will talk about it but mm-hmm. uh i wanted to quickly mention that lg genji and phase all failed to qualify for the challengers too and will not go to Masters Ravik, which is very disappointing to, for to me because um I was hopping on the phase hype train. I was very excited. I'm a phase stand, dude. I was I very excited to phase. see them starting to pop off and finally start to flip the potential, and now to see them just fail to qualify Honestly, for. I think all of those were pretty much like upsets. Phase fans have to really hope that the MDL stuff. I mean, I granted some people just don't like him, but like a lot of the there's like the MDL stuff and the FBI getting involved around match fixing and Marv's involvement in that. Yeah. I mean, I I'll be real with you, as as an Overwatch side of the phase stand, I don't care about Marv. You're more focused on the other Get rid of Marv. Get rid of Marv. Pick up another Overwatch player. Maybe I'm all in. Oh no. Yeah. It's um, like they managed they managed to swipe Spider from T1. Yeah, like that would be so. I would. Well, they get on from the T1 Academy team. That's true. On. Oh my god, I'd be so happy. I, I, I love watching Overwatch players play Valorant because it's exciting. They yeah. play faster. They, they play faster. They, yeah, they they don't play like super patient and they, they actually um, use abilities in like fun ways. I, I remember looking at this, like not the stats for this game, the, the match. It's like the, on, the v, on VLR. And they ended up playing, it was, I think it was Icebox, Bind, and Split. What did FaZe ban? Phase ban Haven. That's gonna blow Goku's mind. It already is. That, that's like that's like a, a fragging default team's paradise. I just don't understand. It, I have never seen Phase perform on Split my entire life. That's the end of the statement. <laughs> I mean, I just thought all of three of those matches, like with LG, Phase, and. I mean, Genji maybe losing. not so much Genji because they're always kind of a team like teeters on. I mean, I thought Genji was looking really good, but I think less so is TSM looking better. Yeah, because TSM were looking pretty bad, and then LG, I guess, should have been should have beaten NRG, but I guess NRG's just been on the upswing as well. Um, but there, I mean, there is a player on there with MDL stuff, so who knows how that's gonna go down. Uh, and finally, T1 gets a W. <laughs> I, I just finally, I, just I guess. And I like if you're phase, right? Still on phase. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I'm to be fair, phase is the biggest story if of I'm this. Looking at it, 
Um, is there a game with FaZe versus T1? Like, FaZe were... I think when you look at it after, like, their Masters run or whatever, with how aggressive they play, it's just not, like, consistent or sustainable after a while. Like, teams will eventually figure that out. Yeah, I mean, teams will figure it out, and, I mean, theoretically, they'd adapt. I just... From a personal standpoint... <laughs> you just, in disbelief, they ban Haven. Well, GG. Like, like it's Matt not four, even like they it's the Tommy Diva. It's not even like they uh, they have been performing terribly on Haven, or like T one has been like winning every Haven game. I don't think, right? I don't know. I I, I like... just don't. I... You're gonna lose split, man. Your phase, like you just always lose split. Why are? <laughs> It makes me sad. I really love that team, and it makes me sad that they didn't make it there. I mean, I don't know. I'm a fan of Gen G, and I'm basically in fear that they're going to lose every single match because they rely so much on being able to prep strategy, or at least that's what it looks like, like looking like prepping counter strategy. So when I see that they get knocked out in an upset, I'm like, yeah, eh, that's, eh, hey, yeah. All right, we can move on. I, I, I'm, I'm done crying. Yeah. Well. We'll talk more about Valorant next week when the matches go through. We should have like, some interesting Yeah, and I'll actually be able to watch some of them, maybe. <laughs> Incredible. And the last bit, I, I say this for the last because it's definitely the saddest bit of news. Uh, Jeff Kaplan leaving Blizzard uh, after 19 years of service. It's just kind of, it it's very, very sad. Concerning. That very is, sad and very concerning. I think, yeah, I think that's... Doesn't look too well for Overwatch 2. That's very scary. I think. It's very scary. For someone to be working at Blizzard and then working for, for Overwatch for like since, since it's conception. conception. Yeah, exactly. Like and then I assume he like looked at the direction of what Overwatch two was going. And didn't like and kinda it. yeah, and kinda just is like bailed out. So Overwatch 2! I don't know, that was another thing about Jeff, though, right? Is that, like, he was very involved in pro Overwatch, which, as the the podcast that just spent, like, two hours talking about OWL... Let's go. That's kind of concerning. You know? That he's leaving after being a huge proponent of the PvP and, and the pro scene. You know, he was one of the, yeah. the like, big reasons why overwatch league existed to begin with and you know it's, it's kind of scary to to see him leave when you know we've all played overwatch at least semi-competitively uh, as a pvp game you know and that might just be like a directional thing that might just be a lack of focus that might be like a content thing like i i don't know the specifics of it obviously because i don't work at blizzard um Shout out to Jeff for in his release statement not capitalizing anything. I thought that was fucking hilarious, personally. It was um, so, it was it was such a weird release statement to me. Yeah, it was like, and he ended I, it with GG, which is like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, does he just like know that Overwatch Two is gonna be bad or something like that? <laughs> it's it's very concerning to see. I did like the donkey tweet though. <laughs> Make your move. Jeff Overwatch, <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> yeah, um, uh... I, it, it's it's. I mean, it's no secret. I think I have a lot of issues with Overwatch, and I've had a lot of issues with Overwatch for a long time. I'll continue to play the game, probably. I'll, I love the yeah, game. Yeah, it's been over a year since Echo's been released. 
you know, and they still don't have it, so you get the current alt charge. That still pisses me off. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I I think uh, I think like the reality is like Jeff could have left for a number of reasons, right? It could be that he doesn't like direction. It could be he he, he thought Overwatch Two was just like done, and like he's just done. Like he's just out of it. It could um, be a there's a, could, a the very small chance it could be a a family related thing. Yeah, or like health be, concerns. It could be, it yeah, could we be don't he's know retiring. Yeah, I feel like he would. I would. I feel like he would have something to say more about. I feel like retiring would be different than. I'll continue this by saying, I think the thing that concerns me the most is the release statement he put out, or Blizzard put out, really, and the fact that every single person, like every analyst I've seen a video or anybody talking about it, is super concerned. Yeah, because I personally don't have a lot of like I've never talked to Jeff Kaplan, right? I don't know exactly what he does for Blizzard. Um, I don't know how much he's involved in the balance of Overwatch. I don't know how much he's involved in all this. Um, I assume it's a lot because, you know, he's the face of he it. He has the, the dev updates. He, he and clearly all that, yeah. cares a lot. But the fact that all these people are so concerned about it is what really scares me. Yeah, because they know more than us. Yeah, because they know more than I do. They're, they're literally in a Discord where they can just talk directly to, to him. Jeff. Yeah. To Jeff and the balance team. So that, that's very concerning. And the the biggest problem is for me as well to be concerning is that it's not like we're like okay we knew this is coming sad to see it come through all of them were all blindsided by this like him leaving yeah. all the analysts were like I didn't know he's gone now that sucks like so that shows me that something happened you know it, that it screams upper level executive decision yeah mm-hmm. and. Unlucky. Like, like you know, maybe I, maybe I, I Jeff was like, "Don't put microtransactions in Overwatch 2. and they're like, "Nope." It's a, it's all that stupid stuff that corporate Activision, after all, that Activision does that makes me very concerned because I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for Reaver Reinhardt Hammer. I mean, let's be real; we're probably gonna have to pay at least forty bucks for the PVE version of Overwatch. If I had to guess, as and. So that might, be, that might be overstated. If it's only forty bucks, I'll be fine with it. Yeah, like it's like, something I, I'd be fine I, with. But obviously, I, I, that's gonna piss people off. Yeah. I, why? Why? It's a different Overwatch, game. You, be, you've played. You've you've played Overwatch on your forty-five to sixty buck service. For yeah, but they're gonna be like, well, I have Overwatch one, and if I can play comp in Overwatch two, it should be free. I I don't think people will be that upset that you have to pay money. I think people will be upset Probably. if it's a subscription-based service yeah. or if there's a bunch of microtransactions in addition to the like the sixty buck game cost that I think it'll probably be. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to spend uh, an extra eighty dollars on Overwatch so I can level up Reinhardt to level twenty-five before I play the tutorial mission. Or, so or if you have to like, like pay for the PVE stuff, like as it comes out, like DLC. Yeah. Like that's yeah. where stuff will get concerning. But well, like, especially because like, a lot of their marketing was being able to do all these missions and have like, yeah. like play through all these the skill trees to... and all that. It's just I, I don't. I hope. I pray. I'm not a religious person, but I pray <laughs> that this isn't you like know he's the serious. direction Overwatch is gonna go. It's like but Jeff leaves because I... he didn't want to deliver the news. Overwatch Two is coming out in 2035. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Don't worry, guys. It'll get here eventually. Soon, you... PM, right? 
What well, are you gonna do? I mean, I, maybe they'll who, be like shooting themselves in the foot to a certain extent if they mess up a lot. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Perhaps it's a giant marketing ploy because it was originally going to come out in like twenty twenty four. But now they can blame Jeff, the director, leaving for the setback. Like, oh, guys, it's supposed to be at the end of this year, but Jeff I mean, left. I mean, come on. And there's a new guy coming in coming out this year. <laughs> Technically, it was supposed to be coming out this year, but they did some stuff, did some things, released a trailer, didn't release a release date, made everyone very scared that the leak of 2024 was true. And if that's the Still case, it's, be dead. True. it's dead at that point. There's no chance. I mean, people will come back to Overwatch. It's Blizzard is a large gaming studio. The fact that Call of Duty is still going means <laughs> Overwatch will probably be Activision's around. Activision's doing something right with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That was please it. Just don't be a, please just don't be a battle royale. That's all <laughs> it's I not going to be a battle. There is no way they make it a battle royale. They right? release an Overwatch battle royale. <laughs> I'd be fine with it as a side thing. Just don't make it the main thing, please. Cuckoo's <laughs> now very concerned that Activision is going to make Overwatch Battle Royale <laughs> a main thing. This is the development team that thought giving Echo six times alt charge and not just giving her the initial alt charge so you had to alt track was a uh, good idea. Yeah, alright, we're, uh, we're getting back into this alt tracking argument. Get, get, get over it. Quit being a baby. It's been over a year. Well, as sad as that is that the last character was released over a year ago, it's been they, over a year. There's been nothing new to complain about, so what else am I going to do? I'm pretty sure, like, one of our, the last infamous Goku rants on Grand Plaster was about Echo Alt. And I, it's no, still, still here, mad about it. like, eight months later. I mean, I could rant about Flashbang if you want, but I've kind of given up on that one. Flashbang? Okay, yeah, we're going to rant about. I can rant about Rally versus Sound Barrier. <laughs> yeah. What can you rant about, Tommy? What's up your what's up your your sleeve? We should uh like you could go to sleep. That's, that's a good the next rant. topic. True. I'm so tired right now. Yeah. That's I gotta a... wake up for Panda tomorrow, dude. I got a long day ahead of oh me. My I got God. Panda and linear algebra homework. I have my vaccine at twelve thirty, but yeah, that was our first first episode, gentlemen. We're all getting shot tomorrow. That's crazy. I know, I'm getting shot. Very successful. I don't think we've lost a beat. We still managed to go off on every single tangent we possibly could and make make this two hours long despite Julian wanting to go to sleep. <laughs> For that you know, reason, maybe maybe the, maybe the Overwatch player formerly known as Dogman has a has the right idea where he actually just like posts like five to ten minute clips from his shows instead of actually uploading the whole thing to YouTube. It's a, yeah, clipping clips are pretty good. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Maybe we'll go into that. But that's a question for another day. Thank you all for being here. It was good to get the boys back together. I had a good time. I did. Yeah, maybe think fun. of like an earlier time to do this next time. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> not. I mean, I mean, it's not our fault that Tommy had to get swole and wait till eleven yeah. o'clock to record. This. Hey, yeah, it's I was, wa it's only I was walking around. My fault. Some fat off. <laughs> had to burn off the like fifteen hundred calories of canes I had for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't really have an outro for this uh we thank you all for watching the first episode of the first week podcast make sure to leave a like share if you can subscribe if you want to that's all i got give us your thoughts about literally anything that we said and timestamp it in the uh in the comment section the more things you argue about the more entertaining it will be for next week like or just like more interactions tell me all the right? hottest take you have and i'll rant about it Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tell him the hottest tank you have and Cuckoo will agree with it. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, I'll rant about Guku why will it's steal right. it. Guku will steal it. Yeah, Guku will steal the hot take and take it as his own. My hot take for this week, stolen from. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. good night, guys. Yeah. Bye bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you all for watching. Bye bye. Rust, you're not waving your webcam like we are. Um. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> yep, yeah, we're done. <laughs> we're done.